This is Free Talk Live, and you are invited to take control of the airwaves. The toll-free number for you is 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Uh, They are free. You can actually control the content of the site you can submit uh, different items to the website, and then uh, those items will be appearing on the upcoming stories page. So they must receive a certain number of votes in order to be promoted from the upcoming stories page to make it to the front page and the top of the website. So you can go and get interactive. Maybe you found something online that you think is interesting, something you want to share with other Free Talk Live listeners and the hosts of the show. You may submit it, and then it might end up on the front page of the site. Again, freetalklive.com. With you in studio tonight, it's Ian. And Ademo. And Ademo joining us from uh, copblock.org, which should be obvious given your uh, apparel tonight. You are wearing the copblock hat and the copblock hoodie. I am decked out tonight, yes. And uh, it's, it's appropriate because uh, just before moments before the show started, uh, Derek J., who uh, Derek J. Freeman, formerly uh, co-host of this program and hope to have him back someday, is on his exile tour. And part of that exile tour is that he's uh, living down in D.C. doing some interning on the Adam vs. the Man show. Uh, but he just updated his Facebook page saying that his blog, com got a quarter of its all-time views just today. And then he posted the link to what happened as to why that has occurred. And it's a link to a thread on Reddit. Uh, the thread is entitled, We've seen lots of bad cops treating citizens poorly. Here's some bad citizens treating a good cop poorly. And then it's a link to a video that was posted on the CopBlock YouTube channel. Yeah, I see it here, and uh, it has gotten a spike in over the last couple of weeks, and it's amazing to see it come from one thread. Now, uh, was it, I guess... It's, it's like a, a little over a week, I think, is the big spike here. So over the last week, this thing has shot up. I mean, what's... You you guys have had some pretty popular videos on CopBlock, but this was number three. This is this now is number three. Third, yeah. So it has <laughs> taken quite a jump. I mean... Uh, now, a lot of them. Des- describe the video for folks. I'm going to post a link to this uh, this Reddit page on our uh, Facebook and Twitter so folks can see what we're talking about. Yeah, so this is on CopBlock's YouTube channel. The title's Traffic Cop Opens My Door. And this, I forget where we were coming back from. I think it was the Plymouth uh, gun thing with Brad Jardis, right? I know. I don't think so. Oh, yeah, maybe that was like, it was a different stop. That We went down to Manchester for some reason. I think yeah, we dropped some Manchester. court papers off Exactly. We had to, uh, I had to drop some court papers off for the Chalking 8 arrest. But um, on the way out of Manchester, we were pulled over. A cop did a U-turn right there on the main drag of Elm Street and pulled us over into this, I forgot what kind of office building that was there, but he pulls up in behind us. it's actually us. a state building of some sort. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, like a uh, county or, or a city building. Right, and so he comes up, and we, we weren't sure what the, what the thing was because he comes up with kind of an attitude saying, like, didn't you see me? Because he was, like, behind us at that road before the stop-and-go light for a minute. And we're like, I don't know. And we come to find out that it's all about an inspection sticker, you know, not like you almost ran some uh, woman off the road or uh, endangered somebody's life. Right. But he's like, whoa, 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 you don't have, you know, the state the state approval sticker to, to mm-hmm. drive your own car. And they always pull people over for this. It's got to be a moneymaker for them because you're oh, right. Yeah. It, it's been a thing in the paper and they talk about how some folks will go to other states or like the neighboring states, Vermont, and they've set up, you know, stings like to sit outside of people's houses and see how many cars you have from which state and like cite you for, you know, living permanently in New Hampshire, but resident or registering your cars in uh, Vermont. Anyways, that's what this cop's thing was. And so he, you know, it was kind of getting the attitude, and Derek didn't roll down the window right away. Basically, we're not, you know, Derek wasn't 
jumping to every one of his commands and you know being what we call a like a cop sucker which is what the uh, commenters here the reddit thread uh, really seem to want uh, they're bothered by the activist response and you and i were both in that car uh bothered by our you know unwillingness to just as you say suck the cop and right. do whatever it is he demands of us and be uh, completely subservient to him yeah so it seems that people on the reddit and youtube are like well, this cop was being very nice. Like, oh, so he said, please remove your wallet and give me $100. Right. You know, that we're, you're supposed to have some sympathy for him. I mean, not that, I don't think Derek was being like downright nasty. And none, none of us, I, you know, I was filming it. I, I kind of stayed just to that role of being being filmed. And I know you had notified the officer that he was being recorded. That's right. And I think you were uh, streaming with Quick. I believe I was at the time, yeah. Right. And so there was nobody that was like, hey, buddy, listen here, we're filming. Why don't you back up or like being lippy? I mean, I think, you know, there was certainly uh, maybe some lip once he opened Derek's door. Oh, but it was at the, yeah, justifiable, right? Right. Yeah, I, whoa, I think whoa, it whoa, was. Oh, right. That's what. I was a little surprised by that. That's only the second time I've seen that happen, and both are with Derek. With Derek, yeah, yeah. because the other one I wasn't with, but the video. The other one was shot. early morning at the courthouse, which is a little bit of I think, yeah, I think a little bit of that appears in Derek J's victimless crime spree. And actually, the scene that we're talking about here, and I, I did link to it over it. So if you're on our Facebook or Twitter, you can you can link over to the Reddit thread, and then they link to the video. But the video in this thread that is we're, we're discussing actually appears audio from it appears in the Derek J victimless crime spree trailer. But and, and video from it appears in that trailer, oh, nice. but it actually doesn't appear in the film. It's one of those things where you see the trailer and you're like, oh, you're like, I can't wait, wait to second. see that. Yeah. And then you watch the movie and it doesn't even show up in there. It's they just, have it's, people who have jobs like that that are supposed to check like the facts of like videos and stuff. Are you ever, you ever hear it's that? It's just one of those things where you cut the trailer before the final edit of the film and it's just something that hit the cutting room floor. Right. So that video will be on the DVD, as I understand it, which is in production, the director's cut uh, edition of Jer- Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. But it's just you know when you look at threads like this it it can be disheartening i mean just the 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 sheer amount i mean we're talking about a thread with 811 comments and this thread was submitted only 10 hours ago so yeah, it has, i don't know about the spike in comments but even the youtube uh, has 5600 and some comments so that's a wow. little abnormal as well i mean the youtubers are are normally uh, always negative they're usually nasty on for youtube the most, yeah. for, for the most part but this is just who you know? It's 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 pretty heavy, and and it makes you you know when you look at this, you really just realize where you're at. We in the should world. just though shoot a video the, the next time we are stopped, where we're just like overly nice to the police, like oh well, thank you, sir, for stopping me. Like I don't know, just to like you know, one time I called the state police just because people have suggested it so much. I mean, I knew the tactic would probably fail, but. Mm-hmm. Let's just, you know, be really nice. And if we get a ticket, then we can just bomb the the Reddit readers and commenters and, you know, and be like, look, we're really nice. And they still, still took our money. A ticket. They still yeah. gave us a ticket. I don't even know if he got a ticket on that day. Did he? I think he did. Yeah, he got like he whatever it was to prove you get inspection yeah. by X because he had just moved here. So his right. like he probably could have gotten a, out of a ticket stating that like i'm not from your state you know back off you know i wonder how many of these people are what do they feel when the cops pull them over i mean because when you listen when you look at these comments here it's just one cop loving comment after another and how do they feel i mean at the moment that uh, those blue and red lights turn on behind you do they feel joy when that happens no they probably i mean i've never met anybody that i've asked how do you feel when a cop's behind you that hasn't answered 
nervous, scared, right, intimidated. I, I pat sure. myself down. I yeah. look at my dashboard. How fast was I going? Is so it just? I don't is know it, where these people are. I've but is it a them. demo that we just don't run in these circles? I mean, are we just not? Are, are we just not connecting at all with anybody who would would talk this way? Because no, I think that it's kind of like. The, you know, I was in jail with folks who would say that, you know, drugs should be illegal. And I'd be like, you're here for, for drugs, selling drugs. Right. Like, <laughs> I thought you, you know, might want to think you might get that one. Have that opinion. Yeah. But um, so but they would tell you, you got to treat the police the right way. You know, so mm. they would still tell me, how do you feel in a police officer's mind? They're like, oh, I'm nervous. I, I wonder what I got. But you should treat the guy. You know, they're just doing their job. You're like, I, I don't know how many criminals. I heard criminals. It's and I, I say that, you know, their terminology, but individuals in jail who are not criminals, but thought they were. Say, oh, I, it's they're just doing their job. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm down for forgiveness, but sure, and me too. But it's it's more ignorance, and right, and and I'm not angry at the police. I forgive them, and I, you know, I get that they feel like they have a job to do. I, I think they're doing the wrong thing as part of their job. I hope that someday they'll stop. But ultimately, it's going to take people wanting them to stop. And as long as people are of this kind of this institutionalized attitude, which is really what I what I see happening here, it's, you know, it's a Stockholm syndrome. It's like, you know, the title of this Reddit piece is we've seen lots of bad cops treating citizens poorly. Then they say, here's some bad citizens treating a good cop poorly. So it's only apparently when the police are overtly bad is when people will at least they're recognizing that. So like that that title recognizes that some police can behave poorly, but they don't consider the police pulling them over poor behavior. They don't consider right, the police ag- their house for right, drugs, aggressing against them, stopping them from going where they were going. They weren't, you know, in this case, nobody was in danger. There wasn't any reckless driving going on. It was just an inspection sticker. 855-450-FREE. Uh, you can take control here. The institutionalization of the people. It's free talk. Got vampires, zombies ruining the neighborhood. From weapons expert Larry Correa, a new installment in the New York Times best-selling Monster Hunter series, Monster Hunter Legion. Publishers Weekly says this lighthearted testosterone soap sequel to 2009's Monster Hunter International will delight fans of action horror with elaborate weaponry, hand-to-hand combat, disgusting monsters, and an endless stream of blood and body parts. Monster Hunter Legion, on sale now wherever books are sold. This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number here is 855-453. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. And you can enjoy all the features that we have there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com. Shrine of Female Listeners is one of those features. You can go there. And you can uh, see the lady listeners, uh, many of the lady listeners that listen to this program. Dozens of them are there. And if you are a lady listener would like to be part of the Shrine, you can go to shrine.freetalklive.com. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. We're talking about the institutionalization of the people, not just around the world, but also in this country. Uh, specifically, the reactions that we're seeing to a video on the Cop Block channel and the uh, youtube channel is youtube.com slash the cop block yeah that's right and this is currently the number three video on your channel what's number two by the way i'm just curious i I knew you're gonna ask that so i'm I'm trying to look right now it is uh one out of savannah georgia that a person at cop block found rather quickly after it happened and ripped it and posted it to our channel Uh, i think it was after st patrick's day where it's like some people were fighting in the middle of the street and like Mm -hmm. cops just came out of the you know, left and right out of nowhere and just started hitting people with batons oh, without wow. asking any questions. So, like, 
They ended up hitting a girl in like the kneecaps and stuff and like that. And number one. And the number one is one from uh, the cop block founder in uh, Virginia, uh, Nathan Cox, who, oh. uh, army vet, uh, harassed for free speech. He actually drove by a cop with someone pulled over and with a bullhorn. Oh, uh, I remember that yeah, story. told him to uh, behave. And then he actually uh, ended up having an attorney who helped him file a lawsuit against that. And I think he won that. Yeah, $10,000. I mean, it all went to the attorney, but he still it goes. went through the whole system <laughs> in that, that effect. So uh, so this one's rising pretty quickly, and uh, there are a bunch of people over on Reddit that are just being very nasty. And I have invited the uh, Redditors. I posted – I have a Reddit account. Uh, so I posted to Reddit, and I have invited them. Hey, if you want to talk about it with two of the people who are in the car, we're on the air right now. So we'll see for the 800-plus comments that have appeared over the last 10 hours – how many of these people are actually willing to get on the air and talk about yeah, this? Yeah, hopefully they, they're, they're willing to put the keyboard clicking down and, right. and dial, punch a few keys on the phone and talk. They're pretty good at talking you know, trash online, so let's, let's have a real conversation where there's actually some back and forth and maybe you can you know, actually talk to somebody who has something to say in return about what actually happened. And that is that this cop was an aggressor in that he pulled over a peaceful person who had not harmed another human being. And demanded of him identification, demanded of him uh, money because he didn't have some kind of government sticker on his car. And, of course, the suggestion here is that uh, Derek is the bad guy, the driver in this video, that Derek's the bad guy because he's broken the law. And what do you mean you didn't agree to the law? Because he makes some statement in the video about how you know he, don't, he doesn't recall ever agreeing to, uh, to these rules. Well, what do you mean you didn't agree? It's the law. Did you agree to not murder anyone? Then move. Which was funny because one guy in jail had said that to me, and he, I was like, "That you should move if you don't yeah, like, like it." Well, because there's these guys that got brought into our unit that only spoke Spanish. He's like, "Oh, this is America, speak English." And I was like, "Well, when when we came here, they were speaking Indian, so shouldn't they? Like, <laughs> how, how does that pan out for us now? You know, I'm like it's kind of like a you know uh, lose, losing the argument right there. You know, like from the beginning, but mm. yeah. So I, I hear you. I mean, it's it's like the uh, guys when I would tell them. Oh, this CEO's not so bad, they'd say to me. And I'd be like, yeah, he'll kick you three times instead of five <laughs> in a day. You know, like, you know, what, what, how does that argument really, you know, pan out? I'd like to hear someone call in and defend the view that you're stating, other than just being like, you guys are dumb. Click. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So 855-450-FREE, that's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. But this... It's really disappointing when you see this sort of uh, attitude. I mean, Ademo, as you said previously, we don't really encounter this, but then again, we don't really go in the circles necessarily of you know the average people that might take the cop's side. You know, do these people really feel good when they get pulled over by the police? Do they get a warm feeling in their heart when the officer writes them a ticket for speeding when no one was in danger, there was no risk uh, whatsoever? You're just uh, breaking some nonsensical traffic law. People really, you know, like that. Because that's the way you would think from these folks. Oh, as long as the cop's nice to you, then it's fine. Then you should just, you know, right. bow when down. What happens to them? Are they like, oh, thank you, officer? I, I had, you know, I was going to the inspection store right now. Right. Oh, uh, you caught me on the way. Like, what you is- just made my day, yeah. officer. I will pay this two hundred fifty dollars immediately. Can you take yep. it? You know, like, are- <laughs> With a smile on my face. Right. Please, please. You know, like I don't know. I doubt it. 
and I would understand if people like the like if the if people like the police for a good reason, like they were out there, you know, catching rapists or murderers or something like that. Then I would understand more of uh, of what's going on here. But I think people have the fantasy that the police are out there doing these no. things. When in point of fact, they're just busting people for speeding and arresting pot smokers. They do, and that's why sometimes when I'm conversating with folks who are police apologetics, for like no matter what, like you can't. I could show them as many videos of like police brutality mm-hmm. or like. Uh, other examples of like citizens, which I, like I have a story later where a 12 year old uh, defended her family from a home invasion because she had a firearm. You know, the police weren't around. They were too far right. away. You know, in fact, she was on the phone with them like, I'm 12 years old. I'm going to shoot this person if they don't get out of my house. Seconds uh, count when the police are just exactly. minutes away. Right. And so you still tell these people, finally, I just get down to it and I say, all right, fine. The police are great. You go ahead and pay for them. Do I at least have the freedom not to? You know, <laughs> I, this, this happened with the CO. And uh, a corrections officer while I was in jail, and he's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, hey, man, they're great. The Manchester police are awesome. Go ahead and pay for them. Am I at least, is this country still free enough to allow me the choice to not pay them? You know? And nope. Nope. Not you go into a cage yep. or you'll lose your home. Nope, because they're doing the best. And because I say so, you have to pay whether you like it or not. Like, you know, the concept of like, we're two different people and we want two different services just doesn't grasp some people. We've got a long way to go, though, Ademo. I mean, there's a lot of people that love the police and they just think they can do no wrong. And it doesn't matter, like you said, what you show them. And I think that really kind of brings me around to one of the points I wanted to make about the Free State Project and why it's such an important idea. There's actually some mention of the Free State Project in this uh, Reddit thread and, and some of the activists in, in Manchester and Keene, for instance. Um, and, you know, Lots of hate, obviously, being uh, spewn about it. But there's not much they can do besides hate, really. Uh, it must be frustrating to the status, to the institutionalized person who loves uh, what is going on around them, who appreciates when the, uh, the police crush people's innocent people's heads. It must be frustrating to them when uh, liberty-minded people are – when the feeling is that you're being overwhelmed, that there are so many uh, activists out there that it's bothering you so much. Eventually, those people are going to go away, I have a feeling. They're, they're just going to give up. And I think that the more people that we can get to move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, the sooner along that will happen. Because the, the more these uh, status, these arch status pr- – uh, perceive that there are activists in every corner of uh, of their existence. They're at the city council meetings. They're out at the, you know the state house. Right, they're they're out in the, the streets. Street. <laughs> uh, they're chalking. They're disobeying. They're refusing to do what the the officers they're tell in them our to do. System. Right, and there's no shortage of news articles about it. And then they start winning court cases and winning elections. I mean, the, eventually they're just going to realize that they can't possibly win this, don't you think? And they're going to go somewhere else. I would hope so, or that, or, or see their jobs for what they are because you know i think if i don't think any officer who actually sat down and was logical about what he was doing um could could uh, argue it you know i think that they're fine with it and they think you know for a certain aspect of it that you know i gotta do a little bad to do a lot of good but you know if you really sat down and thought about it i don't know many who would keep it so if you're a cop defender and you can defend the uh, police officer who swings Derek J's door open for no reason whatsoever than besides the fact that he wanted to sniff the car out, I think. Uh, if you can defend that, you're welcome to. Or defend uh, you know, the inspection scam, 855-450-FREAKS. That's all that inspections are, just a scam to get business to the repair shacks. Free talk. In every age, a technology. 
technology is created that upends the foundations of society, the wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that wait for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com with you tonight. It's Ian. And Ademo. Uh, Ademo's here from copblock.org. We're taking your calls about whatever's on your mind. Also, I want to remind you about statelesssuites.com. Now, Demo, you've been in jail for several months, a uh, few months at least, and yep. uh, there was a, a good batch of stateless suites that got dropped off here. Unfortunately, uh, obviously, they don't let that sort of thing into jail. So uh, I was asking you during the break if you had actually had the opportunity to try some stateless suites. Do you recall? I had. I, I believe it was before Porkfest. Some were sent here. I don't know if someone took That's them true. or yep. it was just for uh, the activity center. So. They are very, very tasty, and they're made completely without state involvement. There's no, you know, FDA approval process or, you know, USDA governmental bureaucrats uh, overseeing the operation. It's just Jillian in her kitchen uh, making delicious things. I remember them being delicious. Yeah, and in fact, she even made one just for you, Adamo, while you were in jail. She uh, began marketing the free Adamo salted almond caramel chew which is still available on her menu at statelesssweets.com. So it may not be too late to get your uh, your hands on the Fria Demo Salted Almond Caramel Chew, where 20% of the profits, I believe, went into your commissary account. Wonderful. That, uh, I appreciate that. I'll have to thank her, and it sounds delicious. Right, and uh, let's see. That's not all, of course. There's fudge, there's English toffee, there's cinnamon caramel, which is particularly interesting. I enjoyed that quite a bit. Uh, cashew brittle, walnut fudge. I mean, she's got a bunch of different options here. She's got sriracha lollipops. Now, this one I have not tried yet, but she did send a, a quite a, a variety of things over to us. So head over to statelesssweets.com. She even takes Bitcoin. So, again, statelesssweets.com. Let's go to the phones. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. William is listening in Dallas. William, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Ademo. Hey, I'm glad you're out, Ademo. That's yeah, good to be out. Thanks. Hey, William, what's on your mind tonight? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I was just going to say, like, uh, I have a discussion with one of my coworkers, and we're talking about public school and and how uh, uh, not made, but not, not made the best, and and I'd like to opt out of paying for it. Mm. And one one of his comments is, you know, well, you know, how would the kids get educated? And right, because no uh, one cares about children. No one cares about education. Yeah, no, no one cares no, about no their neighbors. Cares. For the government, we wouldn't have children, right? Because we'd be so bad at taking care of them. You know, this was the sentiment during the recent candidates forum that happened earlier this week in Keene. I was a part of that because I'm running for state rep. And so during uh, the candidates forum, the viewpoint that was presented by the Democrats uh, that I'm running against as a libertarian, the viewpoint was essentially that, well, if we didn't have the force of government, that no one would care about each other. And I just... 
that's not my view of the world, and it's, it's sad that people see that uh, see the world that way. But there are a lot of people out there who believe that humans are not good, that humans are are not good by nature, and somehow government's going to change all that. That I, somehow those not good people are not going to get into government. It's right. ridiculous. Well, sometimes you have to remind people that laws don't actually stop anyone from doing anything. They try to scare people from doing things, you know, but. Drunk driving, drug sales, whatever you know, the most commonly violated laws are are always broken. Not be, you know, making the law doesn't stop the activity. You know, like a guy in jail said to me, "I hate starting every story like that. I should just assume <laughs> for the next minute that every uh, person I talked to in the last couple of months has been in jail." But he said, "Well, if there were no laws, because he found out that I was an anarchist or a voluntarist, like mm-hmm. I, as I prefer to say." And no laws is what this is the only part of the whole story he heard. And he's like, no laws, then everyone's going to kill each other. And I was like, yeah, because they're just there's a law against killing right now, so nobody does it. You know, that's how this works. You know, that's why this this jail was built. That's why we're all here because making laws stops actual criminal activity or people from doing that thing, and it's just not true. No, it isn't true. And, and uh, you know, you, I like what you were saying earlier too, Ian, about like you know if if you know. Humans are just so bad and they're terrible and all that and everything that we have to we have to all be forced to do good things and uh, you know I get a little personal example which this is probably pretty minor on a scale of things that people do you know for other people out of the kindness of their hearts but I have a, a cousin who's very sick and uh, you know he's spent a lot of time in the hospital and he's at the Ronald McDonald House mm. and uh, private charity by the way. Moment. Yeah, is it a private charity? I don't know that much yes. about it. Ronald McDonald House. Yeah, it's a very nice place. I mean, they, they take really good care of the people and everything. And There's a hint at who's behind that charity in the name of the uh, the charity. Yeah, I have an idea. Right. <laughs> I don't like their food, but I sure like that house. But uh, right. anyway, the, um, so I arrived there to visit my cousin, and I was hungry, and I didn't ask for any food because uh, I didn't want to, you know, I wasn't staying there. But I was like, man, that's some good food. You know, you could tell homemade pork chops and salads and all this not, stuff. Not chicken nuggets. <laughs> I had to throw it yeah. I wasn't going to do it, but I just thought you yeah, said yeah, chicken yeah, nuggets. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't know what I was going to come into. I was expecting kind of a cafeteria type thing, you know, hopefully on par with, you know, Golden Corral or something. But mm-hmm. but these were people. Anyway, to kind of find out, these are just people who just show up there. And I, I don't know if they take food as a donation or they bring their own. I don't know all the details. But they go out there and cook, and they help play with the kids. And, of course, these kids are very sick, and it's very depressing, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it could be depressing, the, the, the kid, you know, the kids seeing sick children. But these people just come. They don't get paid one cent, and they come there and yep. treat a, treat my cousin like uh, like they're, like my cousin is paying them a lot of money and, to right. wait, and they're, wait and they're, on hand. They're not there because the government made them do it. They're there because they actually care about fellow human beings yeah not at all i mean i mean not because of the government at all you know this was in the evening about after six and i don't have any idea these people didn't look like people who didn't work mm-hmm. it seemed like they were probably people who got off their job or maybe took that day off who knows it was- thanks for sharing and- your story tonight william was there more uh, that's basically it. It was very appreciate, touching. Appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, if you go to nh-liberty.info, you can see the video of the uh, you can see the video of the candidates forum that I was talking about earlier. And look, if people really are bad, like some folks believe, some folks in uh, in politics certainly, and people around ever, everywhere, if you believe that people are bad, 
then you don't want to have government because then government allows bad people to have power. Right. So that would make bad people even worse if bad people are are able to access the ability to control others as opposed to just being if you're just bad on your own, then you're just bad on your own and people can deal with you as is necessary. But if you're bad and you've got troops at your command, if you're bad and you've got uh, the cops at your command, then that can take your, you know, evil and multiply it. It's a vehicle to, you know, create even more evil, you know, like. Uh, what was Hitler without you know all, all the, the institutions and, yeah. of government? These tanks. This He'd have just allegiance. been a crazy kook shouting right. from a soapbox on you know Main Street. Right, that like the people in his direct vicinity would have had to deal with. Instead, right. the world had to deal with this man. You know, uh, and it comes back to what Larkin Rose talks about in his book, uh, the greatest superstition or the most dangerous superstition, excuse me, which is the belief in authority, the belief- which was denied in, uh, into the jail. I'm so disappointed in that. I know, Your jail crazy. was terrible. I know. <laughs> it was on the book card in uh, Cheshire. Nope, not allowed. Denied. Twice. So, uh, so yeah, 855-450-FREE. Let's continue with your calls. Harry is listening in the Philippines. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Harry. Harry. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm from the Philippines. I'm not sure how many people you get from outside U.S., like callers. Yeah, well, every now and then it happens. From the Philippines. I, I don't recall the last time and, someone called from the Philippines. So welcome. What was on your mind tonight? Well, I was just going to say that, you know, you guys have a lot of, you, you guys have one of the biggest governments with police, police and stuff like that. But, you know, it's so much harder. I just wanted to point out that it's so much harder to argue for the free market, like in a third world, quote unquote, third world country like mine, where, you know, it's chicken by poverty. It's so much harder to argue for the free market. Mm. You know, it's always socialist agenda, you know, in, in our government. And I'm a libertarian and just like, I can count the you know, there's just a handful of libertarians in the Philippines. Man, I believe it. I'd love to hear more about your experience here. If you want to hang on, we can bring it back here in a moment. Tell us more what it's like uh, living down there and trying to talk about freedom with folks. Because it ain't easy here. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Up here, if you suggest getting rid of the aggression of the state, people believe that it will become a third, uh, third world. That it's the state that has given us all the wonderful things that we have and take for granted. Which, of course, is total nonsense. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the realtor Mark Warden. Do you want a home with 20 acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers, too? Mark Warden is the guy for you. PorcupineRealEstate.com This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free. 855-453-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you on our website. If you like the show and you like the fact that we give you the website for free, then what you can do is you can shop with us. Just go to shop.freetalklive.com. And when you do that, you'll be able to enter... uh, 
to Amazon. There are three different Amazons that are available, one for Canada, another for the UK, and another for the US. You click into the right Amazon for you and then just get your shopping done. Get whatever it is you're looking for, whether it's for somebody else for the upcoming holiday gift-giving season or something just for you. You can go and get your shopping taken care of, get the stuff you're looking for, probably get a great deal because it's Amazon, and help Free Talk Live at the same time because FTL gets a cut when you enter and start your shopping at shop.freetalklive.com. That's shop.freetalklive.com. As uh, we continue here, we will take your calls. We've got Harry on the line listening in the Philippines. And Harry, you were talking about how difficult it is, or you feel that it's more difficult in the Philippines to talk to people about the ideas of liberty. Now, can you tell me more about that? Well, yeah, of course. Well, it started uh, libertarianism here. You know, it shows how powerful the Ron Paul movement was. Like, well, it still is. Like, there's a handful of libertarians now here because of Ron Paul. And that's, you know, it shows how Ron Paul transcends U.S. borders, like his message. And now I know about Mises and anarcho-capitalism and Ron Paul. It was all because of Ron Paul. Mm. But in in a country like mine where it's, you know, it's so poverty-stricken, where uh, it's so easy to assume that socialism or the state can provide solutions or health care or you know, cure, you know, heal poverty. It's just so much harder to fight for. Like, you guys have, like, a lot of tanks and a lot of movements, and, you know, you have podcasts like Free Talk Live. Here in the Philippines, here in my country, there's, like, nothing. And it's so much harder. Do you guys even have talk radio in the Philippines? Um, no, not at all. Yeah, well, I'm using the internet, yeah, I'm... No, but do you actually have like radio talk radio stations? Because I, I know that talk radio generally doesn't exist out in this in the form it does outside of the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. You do not. But, okay, I imagine that means you don't have it. And how? And why would you say you don't have some of like like you said the talk radio shows and the ways that the ideas of liberty are expanded here? There is it directly because of the government, or is it because of like people are too poor? Right. Which was probably a cause of government. No, I think it's because like. I know we'll all, this is very debatable, but the U.S. Constitution, oh, like man. fiscal conservative, you have that. I know, I know this is, yeah, I understand. We're, we're going to have to let you go. It, your phone is not good, I'm afraid. The, uh, the, it sounds like you're on a voice over IP line uh, or a really bad cell phone. But, Harry, I appreciate hearing from you. Maybe uh, you all can, right. thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, 855-450-FREE. You know, what can you He's do? trying hard. What can you do? Uh, let's continue, though. We've got Joseph calling from... O.C. Cali Cop Block. Joseph, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Demo. Hey, Demo, how are you? I'm doing good. I appreciate the call. Yeah, it's, it's good that you're out, and welcome welcome back to uh, sort of the free world. The free-er world, I, I like to call it, but what's on your yeah, mind? You got it. I just wanted to know if you, uh, you know, what your, how experience went in jail, and, uh, you know, if you did any kind of outreach, and, and what the morale was like uh, in the cells. Well, I mean, for I talked a lot about this last week, and I hope to get some other information up uh, on the that website. Was Saturday, soon. wasn't it? Saturday night, I believe it was Saturday night. Yeah. So if, if you go back, if you go to freetalklive.com, dot com, and because you had a party on Friday, so you didn't come here That's Friday. Right. Uh, so if you go to freetalklive.com, dot you'll get a lot about a demo if you click on Saturday's show, which was I don't know what day that was, but. It was Saturday, so if you download Saturday's like the 13th episode, or something like that, uh, then you'll be able to get. Literally, we talked about it for it seemed like the whole, almost the whole show, or at least a good, uh, a good bulk of it. But go ahead and give them a quick recap. Yeah, to, to sum it up, I mean, uh, I had talked a lot about you know the, the CO inmate relationship as well as like the 
the idea of, of the inmates. We were even talking about it earlier on today's show. And, and, you know, the morale there for me, you know, there are, it's an emotional roller coaster ride. Like some days you're like, mm. you know, you're in the routine and it is what it is and you, you're fine. And the other days, like, you know, it's just like any other, you know, inside or outside stress can get to you. But it seemed to me that like always the, like the other inmates were like more fine with like doing time than, you know, I was, you know, I'm like, I'm here for chalk and this. And, you know, even though these victimless offenders, they're like, ah, it is what it is, you know, and they're more like. You know, accepting. some of them feel like they deserve it. Exactly, yeah. which is like more of that institutionalization, right? And so, you know, that gets you for a little bit. There wasn't a day where you're not like taken back by something or some, you know, some sort of statement. But again, glad to be out in the freer world, or the like. One friend called it a the larger pen. Yeah, exactly. So the, the open range, <laughs> the or free prison. range prison. So, Joseph, what else uh, did you have on your mind tonight? How's how's everything going out? Uh, cop blocking in California. So you're calling from Orange County. Oh, it's it's uh, slowed down a little bit. It seems like after everything happened, uh, I live in Anaheim. Uh, we had those two shootings of the, uh, well, one of them was unarmed. I'm not so sure about the other. But uh, ever since then, things have slowed down a bit, and people have returned to their, their daily lives. And uh, I still do what I can. I've got a full-time job. But if ever if I ever see any kind of activity, of course, I you know pull the cell phone out and record it. Um, luckily, they leave us alone. Uh, they let us do what we want to do as long as we're not interfering. Um, but you know, everything's nice and smooth and we try to try to keep busy as much as we can and do our outreach. Uh, great. Uh, right. Do you have any plans to, uh, right escape now. from California at some point? Oh yeah. I'm, I, I want to head out to Colorado. Oh, cool. Well, it's halfway here. Yeah. It's getting, it's getting the right it's direction. Closer. You know, yeah, they, I, was, I was looking at New Hampshire, but, uh, you know, it's a big stretch, a, a, a big jump for the, the whole family. I've, I've got a, a wife and a son and, you know, we want to bring their family out. It's, it's a, a, you know, a whole new life out that way. At least we know somebody in Colorado for right now. Well, I would say that uh, there's a lot of people here that would like to get to know you if uh, if that was the case. Uh, I mean, th- I think the the concern that there aren't there's nobody that you know in New Hampshire. The experience I've had uh, from talking to people who've moved here is that they generally say that they f- they feel like they've they've come home. They feel like they uh, they found family members and friends that have always been their friends, but they've never known who they were previous to moving here. So I wouldn't say that there's no one you know here. There's just no one you know yet here. And, and with, uh, you know, the social networks and Shire Society forums, I mean, the freekeen.com, there's, you, you know. You can start getting to know people now. Yeah, uh, I, you know, came out it just being gone three months and four or five new people, and they're like, oh, hi. No, but I'd already talked to them right. before, you know, or met them at Porkfest or Liberty Forum, and so... You get to know people before you even get here. Hey, good luck if you end up in uh, Colorado. Thanks for the call tonight. Keep us in the loop as to uh, what's going on with the cop block in your area of the world. Appreciate the call. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Uh, So come back around because of that uh, to the discussion about the Free State Project. Crossed, by the way, the 13,000 signer threshold earlier this week, which is a big deal. And uh, you can, of course, go to freestateproject.org to learn more about that. But I was listening uh, to a, a different show earlier today and... An activist I have a lot of respect for, uh, John Bush from the Austin, Texas area, was talking about how they're going to start a Lone Star Liberty or Lone Star Libertopia or something like that. This and is like a conference or no? They want to. It's the it's another free state project. Libertopia, okay. Uh, idea. So kind of like there's a free state project Wyoming that hasn't really panned out. There was a guy here a few weeks ago visiting who spent seven years in Wyoming for Free State Wyoming and was pretty bummed that it didn't, hadn't really gone anywhere. It's basically a bunch of people who kind of moved and they keep 
to themselves. And there was something you know. in like the Tennessee Carolina. Area there was supposed too. to be the Free Southwest uh, project, which never really seemed to materialize into anything. They were supposed to, I think, pick a destination, and then they ended up deciding let's just free the whole Southwest or something like that. I don't know. I haven't heard anything from them in quite a while. There was Free State Europe, which kind of uh, stalled out pretty early on, didn't really go anywhere. And uh, and again, Free State Wyoming's probably the most successful imitator of the Free State project in that there are actually people there is actually a website that's you know got somewhat recent information on it and people have actually moved for it like a few dozen folks right. have actually moved for it but you know the problem with wyoming is it's so damn big it you, is huge there aren't a lot of people there but there's so it's so big if you want to go to the state house to testify on something you're talking about a four-hour drive or, from a lot of places or all day yeah you want yeah. you want a kitty corner of that state it might take you a whole day it is huge so there's that factor and there are a number of other things but you know if, if people are just moving there for the let's get away from it all factor that that doesn't really hearken much of a an activism movement and i think that john bush is a is a killer activist and there are definitely some great uh, great activists down in the austin area but to me it's all about the numbers and in in the austin area area you've got more people in the metro than new hampshire has in the whole state how is anybody going to have an impact in a state of 25 million people i don't understand it's gonna be tough i mean i i see both sides of this you know i can understand like some people like they just got their foothold in like an area or something like that i think that you know well who wants to pull up stakes who wants to take the time and the effort to make the move to another place i mean i'm sure all of us would have loved to have had the free state project chosen as the state in which we were living you could probably say a lot of positive things about having more people nearby too as opposed i mean i understand new york city five million you might be in trouble but you know it can go either way 855-450-FREE that's the SACL cai toll free line and you know i hope it works out for them maybe it will because it's warmer and they'll get a whole bunch of movers and and you know we'll have to eat our shoes and and move down there i don't know more coming up it's free talk live a science fiction comic adventure from big head press quantum vibe it's year 25 23 there are colonies on venus mars and mercury people travel in bubbles fly at hyperspeed with brain implants and artificial gravity a scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system There's a robot girl and zany creatures made with genetically engineered features. And corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from others' ingenuity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have on the website for you. We give them away. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. Still to come here tonight, of course, your phone calls, but also Ademo is going to tell us about a party. Party for a cop. There's a party going down. Yeah, we'll tell you uh, exactly what this cop did to deserve that party. Here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. But first, quick news update on one of the three activists that has been put in jail, or in prison, rather, up in the Northwest, SeaTac Federal Prison, Maximum Security Federal Prison. Uh, Leah, the young lady we talked about in quite detail earlier this week, 
has allegedly been released. Uh, according to LeahXVX.tumblr.com, she is out. Uh, they are asking people not attempt to contact her to give her some space. Yeah, I read this and I was kind of shocked by that because you'd think, like, she goes on later to ask folks she encourages support of Matt and uh, Kito. I think that's right, Kito or something. Kito. Like and uh, she's asking them, well, the, the great, great way to help would be to get out there and tell the story, you know, like after, I know this is in a comparing apples to apples, but that's like a police inter- incident or, you know, interaction, you know, Pete and I would sit down and film each other and like, you know, or write down, Talk about it. Yeah. you know, oh, at this time, remember this said, and then hash out all the details. So um, I can understand she is having some, you know, emotional reaction to what she'd gone through. This The website you cited states that she was in the SHU, S-H-U, which is administrative detention or solitary confinement. So she's right. on 23, if not a uh, complete 24-hour lockdown. And this was for a few days. Now, the supportresist.net site has not been updated with this news. So this is, if it's true, I mean, all I've got is this website to go on. I'm going to presume they're telling the truth. If it's true that Leah has been released, it is still the case that uh, the other two are still being held. So their addresses are available over at supportresist.net if you would like to send them some mail, send them a book or something like that to keep them company in there. From what I understand, one of them was being held in solitary. The other has been put in general population. I'm not sure which is which offhand. But the the supportresist.net site, which has the addresses, does not have the news that Leah has been released. So eh, let's just say it's unverified at this point, but Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, it's true. She is, and hopefully, and, uh, sooner or later, she gets to speak out about it so that folks can know, like you know, we had mentioned earlier, not many people know what goes on in these detention centers or right. correction facilities. So the more people that speak out, the better. It's really important. And why did they release her but not the other two? Is it simply because she's more attractive and the other two didn't get the same level of coverage? That's what I assumed by the statement when she wanted to encourage support to the others, and I thought the same thing, that maybe... You know, she's got a, she's a young, attractive woman, right. you know, and so the, you know, I, I, we, there was a lot. I heard about it first here last week uh, when I was on the show and then all week long I've heard all about it. So it's obviously an easy sell. I mean, she has that perfect picture of her holding the heart, yep. her making, or making the heart with her hand. So it's probably definitely a sell, which again would be, you know, even best for her to get out there and talk about it. So if we learn more, we'll certainly let you know. And who knows, maybe we'll get to uh, finagle an interview out of her at some point. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, we'll certainly keep you in the loop. As we know, as we know more, 855-450-FREE. We go to the pizza guy calling from Fargo. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Ademo. Hey, what's going on? Hey, we're doing a radio show. What's on your mind tonight? People uh, people always say, what's it going to look like when, when it collapses? And what's it going to look like when, when the state really cracks down and things go crazy? And I got news for you. I mean, this is it. This is, we got people just grabbing them for what they think and what they feel and for their uh, documents. Uh, the reason I called, I was driving on the highway and I saw, <laughs> suspect someone of a DUI. Did you see it happen? Call it in, 911. I mean, they're literally asking you to call and snitch. Oh, yeah. Well, not only that, in some cases, they'll give you a $50 cash reward or something like that for calling in a crime. And that'll really uh, incentivize people that are hurting for money. Yeah, and I mean, this is this is it. This is George Orwell's 1984. It's not like, when is it going to happen? You know, everybody speculates, you know, what's the collapse going to look like? What kind of supplies are you going to need? This is it. This is the collapse. Look at unemployment. Like, what, 40%, I think it is, 30% of, of people who can work aren't working. Mm. You know, the real unemployment number. It's This is this is it. 
Yeah, I understand what you're saying, too. I, I would say that to folks as well because I always feel like, man, do I just think things are a lot worse than they are? Like, do I see the one beating and it just means more to me than what it is? Because other people are like, well, there's not that many bad cops. And, like, well, we find enough stories every day. They're posted, you know, uh, at coplock.org. And so it's, it's like, is it me or is it everyone else? But I, I tend to agree with the caller that, you know, this is now, like, you know, if people want to wait until it's, like, millions and, like, an, an extravagant amount of people that are oppressed, I mean, even though we all are, but, I mean, that it's blatant, blatantly obvious without the smoke and mirrors, uh, that's that's a really bad time. That's a really bad sign to, to wait for, you know? Pizza guy? Yeah, this, this is just crazy times, man. Uh, real quick, I want to tell you uh, one more story and why my job is more dangerous than a cop. Um, awesome. Yeah. I, uh, Go for it. In, I jumped in my I jumped in my car real quick. This happened like just like while I was on hold. Like pizza dudes get robbed like, way more often than cops do. Oh no! This isn't even this. This is uh, it's true we'll though. Occupational hazard. I just I jumped in my car. You know, cause I'm I get paid. You know, on commission. The faster I go, the more money, uh, more tips I get, more money I make per hour. So yep. I just go 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 go. Free market incentivizing my store. Okay. Well, um, I jump in the car, slam the door. Uh, the belt buckle is in the way between the lock and the door. I don't notice this. I drive away. My door isn't completely closed. I take a quick left-hand turn to uh, to deliver a pizza, you know, get to an address. Oh. I just don't fall out of the car and run over myself. Oh, my gosh. So, That's scary. You know, yeah, if you think we have easy jobs, you know, we're sweating and bleeding. <laughs> so, if, if you're a delivery driver. And you're welcome for our service. Thanks, Pizza Guy. I appreciate the call tonight. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But it's a, it is a dangerous job. He made it sound fun right there. Well, there's that, uh, which you could see as fun. But you know, getting held up at uh, knife point for twenty bucks or yeah, whatever. I remember reading my first story about a pizza guy getting robbed. I was like, wow, I can't. And they only carry like forty dollars now, right. like change for a ten or something like that. It's dangerous. Sick. Yeah, I mean, just you know, you got crackheads out there. They uh, they they'll take that twenty bucks. Oh yeah, that's a score. It's a hit. So eight five five four fifty free. Tom is in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, you know about the Pythagorean theorem, right? It's a, a squared plus b squared equals c squared. I don't remember much from math class, but I remember that one. I'm surprised you got that. Uh, uh, now let's say uh, you are confronted with a mathematical proof of the Pythagorean theorem. Okay. And you don't like it. So you dig up dirt on Pythagoras, or you dig up dirt on some of these geometers who agree with the Pythagorean theorem. Does it make any sense to say that you can dismiss or or discredit the theorem that is independent of its authorship by discrediting Pythagoras, the mathematician? No. Okay, this is one of the absurdities that you get in political conversation, particularly when uh, I was an anti-war activist back in the 1980s protesting Reagan and Mm -hmm. the intervention in Central America. Have you served your country? Have you ever been in the service? And I'm wondering what on earth are they talking about? I'm supposed to participate in war crimes in order to be... In order to have a valid opinion about it. You talking about unless you've helped, you know, push the agenda. I didn't even realize what their argument was because it's so absurd. Now, I want to reassure people, when you're in political conversation and the enemies of liberty offer absurd arguments, they're not really that stupid. It's just that 
they cannot support their incorrect position with it's true. good, sound, logical reason. Tom, so thanks for the call, man. I appreciate yeah. it. You're right. 855-450-FREE. In fact, uh, this happened to me recently. I mean, besides uh, the recent uh, candidates forum here in Keene, I was actually part of the Talk Rumble, which is uh, something I did over the summer at uh, New York City's Talkers magazine. We have this yearly convention that uh, – actually, it's twice a year now. But uh, in New York City, it's, it's once a year in New York City. And uh, the Talk Rumble is kind of one of the title card events where they put eight or nine talk show hosts up on stage, sit them at uh, panel, kind of like panel discussion style, so across uh, long tables. And uh, there's a moderator, and the moderator asks questions about kind of issues of the day, news of the day. And he gets – usually it's just lefties and righties up there just battling back and forth. This was the first year that anyone from Free Talk Live was sitting in, and I had the uh, the great honor to be a part of the oh, Talk geez. Rumble. I mean, how cool of an opportunity so is that? So is the goal to, like, be funny, creative? Like, win- like how do you win this thing? The, well, I mean, everybody – I'm sure everybody finish? thinks they're the winner, right? right? Like, everybody who's in that event thinks they won. Uh, but – Essentially, it's just a performance, right? You're just up there and you're performing and the audience, you're doing it for the audience. But in this case, you know, this is the first time that anyone who would advocate liberty was up there. And of course, all they had against me was calling me names. I mean, it was, you're stupid, right. you're crazy. You you're back in high uh, school. Comment about a bong hit. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. It's my firm belief that Free Talk Live's AMP program is the best use of your charitable dollar among liberty-oriented organizations. Support all the organizations you love. But make sure you give five bucks a month to AMP at amp.freetalklive.com. Toll-free number for you tonight to take control of the airwaves is 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online over at freetalklive.com. And you can enjoy the features that uh, we have on the site there for you. Once again, freetalklive.com features including the archive. So if you've missed a moment of the show, it's no problem. Just go click and download. They're all yours. Right there on the top of the website, we have the last seven days worth. And then if you click into our SoundCloud page, that will give you access to years worth of Free Talk Live, as well as episodes of Mark, uh, my co-host Edgington Post that he's been doing. It's his interview series. That's also available over at soundcloud.freetalklive.com. Or if you're already over at freetalklive.com, just look on the left-hand side of the page under listen and share. You'll find our SoundCloud link right there. Now, Make sure that you do your due diligence and check out Bitcoin. It's so important. This is the future, in my opinion, of transactions, period, but certainly transactions online, uh, financial transactions, that is. The Bitcoin allows you to do business with whoever it is that you want to do business around the world without having to ask anyone's permission. You don't have to, uh, to pony up a bunch of uh, you know, fees or jump through hoops in order to get started with, uh, with Bitcoin. There's no gatekeeper. You don't have to give up a social security number or a physical address or identification. It is, an, it is a system that actually allows for anonymity if you would like it to. And it is a really it's, – it's brilliant what they've done with this. Now, Demo, I don't know how familiar you are yet with, uh, with Bitcoin. I, I was just getting into it before. Just I before you went in. to the yeah. jail cell? So, uh, I, you know, we're, we've been into it for a little while on Free Talk Live, and I've got to say I'm pretty jazzed. I mean, just over a few months, it's gone from like $10 to $12 just in, in a two or three months' time. Nice. Um, you know, it started at a cent 
It started at next to nothing. It's now the most valuable currency in the world. It's amazing. Now, that's not counting gold and silver because those aren't really currencies. But, uh, but this is the most valuable currency, more so than any governmental currency all around the world. And it's just barely getting started at this point. So you owe it to yourself to learn more about it because it's likely going to become more and more relevant in your world as time goes on. So get in and learn about it now at weusecoins.org. That's weusecoins.org. And when you're ready to get some Bitcoins, when you're finally ready to take that plunge, BitInstant makes it possible and they make it easy. BitInstant.com. You can go and get your Bitcoins with cash at over a million locations in over 30 countries I mean, it's as simple as walking into CVS or Walmart or a local bank branch. I just put it on my browser and start it so that I can look at it again. We use coins.com because... Uh, Is it dot com? I think that might work, too. We use coins.org. Oh, .org. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it did redirect. So Perfect. Yeah. I always feel like I need to get more on this whenever you read this commercial. Yeah. So you got to check it out. I mean, really, the we, we use coins.org has got a great little two-minute-long intro video that will give you a good overview. And then, of course, you can dig in and learn as much about it as you like because there is a lot to learn. But make sure you learn a little bit before you go and get some. That way you know uh, at least what you're getting into uh, because it's pretty exciting. So once again, you can go to bitinstant.com to get your first Bitcoins, uh, 855-450-FREE, and get more when you're ready for more, because uh, some people are, are getting, like uh, like Johnny Ray, who took over for you on Tuesday nights, uh, he's been getting uh, Bitcoins every week. So he gets his paycheck, takes 10% of his paycheck, and buys Bitcoins with him. Smart. It's an interest. Yeah, I thought so, too. It's a really good way to, to put some money in something besides the Federal Reserve note that is much more, in my opinion, usable than silver and gold. Look, I love, I love me some silver. Don't get me wrong, but I can't send silver easily to anyone yeah, anywhere. Yeah, it doesn't transfer very good on Wi-Fi. No. No. And, uh, you know, if I want to send it somewhere, I've got to pay shipping to ship that. It's it's a huge waste of effort and yeah, money. It takes a lot of convenience out of the 2012 shopping process. Right, but if you want to send me Bitcoins, you just go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com. The address is right there. You drop that in your Bitcoin uh, browser, and then boom, it's there. I, mean, I it's even like seen that. a lot of folks at uh, Porkfest having, like, uh, QR codes that could read them and right, send Right, through Bitcoins. their cell phones. Yep, exactly. So... You know, maybe uh, the the regular market will catch up to it soon and then to be able to be used widely. Now, Damo, you are one of the uh, co-founders of copblock.org. It's a website devoted to helping people keep the police accountable through use, uh, the use of video cameras, for instance, asking questions uh, on a scene of, uh, of a police interaction. And also folks will submit stories regularly to your website about police behaving badly, for instance, and personal experiences with them, activism, that sort of thing. Uh, so inevitably, you're a go-to guy when it comes to uh, police behaving badly, and you've got something about the fraternal order of police yes, I'm throwing th- a party. Now, how could that be bad? Well, you'd think uh, a 19-year veteran, lieutenant, his name's Jonathan Josie II, that there could be a number of reasons having that long and that rank on the force, like retirement, maybe he did some outstanding community service, never mm-hmm. fired his weapon on the job. But no, on October 28th, uh, the F. The FOP, Fraternal Order of Police, as you said, is having a $30 a person benefit for the officer with the tagline, come out and support one of our own. So, like, right there, it's kind of vague. It's not like, hey, he saved a little girl's life. Come say thanks or, Mm. you know, come party with a a, a hero. It's pretty vague there. But they are throwing him this party uh, because he uh, sucker punched a woman in the face. There was some, uh, I've only seen the 30-second video, which is linked in the story at mobile.philly.com. Um, and here this woman is like walking across the street, turns around halfway through, and there's a bunch of folks in the road already. It seems like some sort of street party or something. Street party or something was getting broken up. And this guy who's in a white shirt around a bunch of blue shirted police officers, so sticks out like a sore, sore thumb, hmm. 
comes walking to this woman. She has her back to him and just boom, punches her. Yeah, I didn't. I never did get to see the whole story, but to me, I, I don't know what else could fill in the blanks there that could ever. So she justify. didn't even know it was coming. She didn't even see it coming. She and boom, folded up, and they actually walked her by the the cameraman was actually in a position where the police walked her by. Wow. Uh, you know, fifteen seconds later after the punch, and she's got blood coming oh, out of man. her mouth. So ultimately, the uh, commissioner Charles Ramsey was quoted here in this story as calling the incident troubling, and th- th- which is why he decided to fire him. Uh, the mayor. Now the whole. That's rare. That's surprising. Like you know, it's bad. So that that right. goes to if anyone out there, the, our police apologetic friends, want to say, "Oh, well, you don't know. This is only a twenty-five second video. You don't know what happened the minute before that." Right. Well, she could have called him a name yeah, or something. Rarely are these, you know, police officers fired, especially in, in this type of setting. You know, right. In a lot of cases, even if something is caught on video, even if misbehavior of a police officer is caught on video, it's still hard to fire these guys. It is so really it's, hard. It's a shocker. If not, the union steps in or something right. like that. So that's yeah. yes, the. Multiple areas of protection. So they fire him. The mayor condemns the guy. And the victim uh, ended up getting some support and having protesters outside of the city hall. So that's probably what helped give it a push. But yes, Mm -hmm. back to the reason why it's news again. $30 per person, per plate. And uh, you can come out and support one of our own because the Fraternal Order of Police say... Uh, Josie is having trouble with living expenses because he no longer oh, gets a paycheck. Oh, he can't afford his drinking habit anymore? Or whatever it is. The so, yes, poor baby. Pr- President John McNeesby uh, would like the uh, Thin Blue Line to come out at, again, $30 wow. a head to so, help one of their own. So they're going to give him uh, money. Yeah, they're a they're, lot. they're doing a fun. They're, not only are they throwing this guy an honoring fundraising party after he jacks some, some lady in the back of the head. Uh, but they're also going to collect do a collection for him. They're going to give him a, cut him some cash. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. This is surprising as much as this guy was caught red-handed. But even something as you know, like uh, uh, recently in Manchester, there was an officer who was caught drunk driving. I heard about that on Port. And I heard there was a bunch of police officers at his hearing. You know, so, to support him, to support right? him. But it's like they then have this total like it's okay you know, when they do patrols it. profiling of certain establishments checkpoints you know they do all these yeah. things for dui guys oh, yeah. but then they show up in court for one, one of their, of their own. own sick how man. many have they sent to court why you am know? i so, what why would anybody respect these people i did a year in jail a guy was doing a year in jail for punching somebody you know in the face i believe fighting. it 855-453 that's the sacral cai toll free line you can take control of the airwaves bring up whatever's on your mind coming up Russia Today and Al Jazeera, what do they have in common? We'll explain. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, and you are invited to take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. SACL CAI. They have a full-orbed approach to account recovery, and they are really three companies in one, in that they do collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. 
So their staff is respectful, they record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at the top of Free Talk Live's banner column over at freetalklive.com. It's right there on the right-hand side of the page. All right, so our number again here tonight, 855-450-FREE. You can bring up anything that you want. Coming up, Adamo, you're going to tell us about a 12-year-old who successfully defended themselves without the help of the police. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But I, I asked the question, what do Al Jazeera and Russia Today have in common? And, well, we've talked about these two uh, news organizations before. One of the things they have in common, there are actually a few things, uh, one of the things they have in common is they give some of the best uh, unbiased coverage of the governmental activities here in this country that or at you can least find. the opposite bias i don't know sometimes they at least they're showing you what the american mainstream isn't you know? well right i mean they they're not going to be uh, russia today is not going to be too questioning toward the russian government but right. they're pretty good at questioning the american government in fact i believe their tagline for russia today english is question more i think that's their uh you know their yeah, their positioner, sure. I believe that is their positioning statement. Uh, Al Jazeera, of course, long has been known for doing reporting that is critical of the American state, whereas American media is essentially a lapdog of the state. They'll just you know, suck right up to all the politicians and all the bureaucrats so they can get their story and they can get the press releases and they can get the interviews of all the movers and the Gotta shakers. Have the access. And they wouldn't want to put any of that in jeopardy. And they certainly wouldn't want to do anything that might put their, uh, their, you know, their butts on the line. As we've seen, it's certainly not uncommon for the government to target uh, reporters that are less than friendly. There was, I don't know if you remember the Police Complaint Center years ago, Adamo. And I remember Compl- Police Complaint Center has been around longer than Cop Block. It's kind of like the precursor to, uh, to Cop Block. Uh, it's run by a former cop, Diop Kamau, and he and some other former cops basically run stings on the police and oh, yeah. out them as a, as a bunch of scumbags in a lot of cases. So what will happen is the Police Complaint Center will actually get hired by news organizations to do uh, sting operations on local cops. A little undercover work. Yeah, Every now and then this this happens, so it, it really ends up being really compelling television uh, when it when it happens. So they went into uh, different police stations in South Florida, and they went to different departments, different areas of South Florida, and they had asked, they were asking, and they had you know hidden video cameras and things like that, and were asking for a complaint form. That's yep. all they did. They went in there. One guy went in, asked for a complaint form, and then they just recorded what happened. And some of the police, uh, you know, they, there were a few different offices where they actually did hand him a complaint form without without protest. Other offices, they claimed there is no complaint form. You can just come back here, and we'll take the complaint from you. Yeah, in I think person. I've seen these guys in the YouTube or the documentary of uh, the world's largest street gang. Which you can get it on YouTube. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, it it's like the world's largest street game. So YouTube that and you should find it. But these guys are in there. They go up and they're just simple questions. Like, I just like to play for them. And they, they get asked for ID. And oh, yeah. What officer? And also, well, no, I just like the form. There is no form until you tell me this. And they, yeah. they get arrested a couple times. But Yep, they did get arrested. One guy got roughed up as yep. well. And uh, police intimidation tactics, all kinds. Just because just somebody wants to fill out a complaint form. Well, the reporter who reported on one of these police complaint center, uh, you know, because there's like a head reporter who's kind of handling that that package right right, for the news company uh he was targeted by the police not long after that and after the police like basically came after him hardcore uh the news company he had worked for fired him oh wow so they they're on board as well yeah well i mean they had a really great report from the guy and broke some really interesting news about the police but then when the the heat started coming down on them 
it was whoa we can't be too close to this we gotta right. get, or they we gotta lose get rid their of this access guy. you know they yeah. lose their ability to get the uh comment first exactly or it is. to know whatever info they want right. to hear about and rt doesn't care about that and al jazeera doesn't care about that so they're the you know they're the two of the television sources you can turn to obviously there's lots of print ones right so you got the guardian you've got uh you know dish spiegel other companies from around the world in print are out there too but as far as video is concerned al jazeera rt those are pretty much the only options to get the straight story or at least some semblance of a straight story about what the uh, the u.s state is doing well now according to michael calderon over at huffingtonpost.com when larry king moderates tuesday's third party debate in chicago his former network cnn will not be carrying it live and neither will fox news or msnbc but Al Jazeera English plans to broadcast the debate live, according to Bob Wheelock, their executive producer for News Gathering for the Americas. He calls it a no-brainer. He says, we've covered the presidential debates and vice presidential debate thus far. Our philosophy is to treat this one the same way. It's another voice in this country that we respect and believe should have a forum and an outlet. He said that part of Al Jazeera's English's mission is to try to provide the voice and be in places where other people aren't, to cover areas, countries, states, cultures that aren't routinely covered by the traditional broadcast networks and cable networks. The debate is sponsored by the Free and Equal Elections Foundation and a whole bunch of uh, co-sponsors, by the way, including Free Talk Live, uh, will feature Gary Johnson from the Libertarian Party, Jill Stein from the Green Party, Virgil Good from the Constitution Party, and Rocky Anderson from the Justice Party. Free and Equal Elections describes its mission as promoting an open voting process that helps third parties through the complex process of getting on the ballot. Link TV will also carry Al Jazeera English's broadcast in areas where the network still isn't available on the cable dial. And in addition, Russia Today has announced plans to air the debate on the RT America television network and on RT.com. I am surprised by this, and I, Are I you? doubt there is any, Well, I mean, excuse me, I'm, I'm not surprised, not surprised. that— that RT and Al Jazeera would carry it, but I'm surprised how open they are with the statement of like, hey, I'm giving everyone open, you know, floor access as I would, because like Fox, I guarantee they don't have any statement on why they're not even going, oh, yeah. you know, let alone would they, they're not very open about what they would they say it's anyways. not newsworthy. I mean, their opinion is it's not newsworthy. It's third sure, party so candidates. just decided for everybody like right. what you need to know. Third party candidates have no chance of winning, so therefore, why should we spend our precious airtime covering it when we could be talking about Mitt Romney and Barack Obama? As though people haven't heard enough about of those the same two. back and forth. Yeah. 5%, 7%. So, uh, so we're going to actually hear more about these debates uh, coming up. Christina Tobin is the founder and chair of the Free and Equal Elections Foundation, I believe. Mark has scheduled her for an interview Monday night. So we'll talk to the founder of this organization on Monday night. And then Tuesday night is when the third-party debates actually happen. And, you know, she's done something pretty amazing here. I've seen the third-party debates in the past, although I didn't watch the one in 2008 because I had Bob Barrett and I just didn't care. But... Uh, Previous to that, I'd watch these things, and they're always interesting because you get viewpoints you just don't hear in the mainstream at all. Uh, and it's interesting to see, you know, the Greens going after the Libertarians and so on and so forth, and and that's kind of you know it's it's unique. This was kind of running through my mind when you were telling me about this. I wonder if someone out there with you know the video video editing skills would like cut up like mix the two debates, the Romney Obama with the third party. They've had uh, d- third party debates where third party candidates were asked the same questions that uh, the big candidates were asked. So they like you know took notes on what questions were asked and then sort of re-asked the same questions to the third party candidates. But uh, you know this is good news. And one of the interesting parts about this is they're bringing Larry King on. 
Now, that lends some level of credibility, I think, to the whatever, regardless of what you think about Larry King, the guy's a name. And you can draw uh, people, probably. Yeah. And so the, that, that Larry King is the moderator of the third party debate, I think, really shows that the third party debates are coming into some level of maturity, in that uh, previously the third party debates had only been seen on C SPAN. If you if you were going to watch it on television, you'd have to watch like C-SPAN two or C-SPAN probably one, at like three in the morning. And it's whenever I know I think they covered it live, but <laughs> oh, yeah. you know it's C-SPAN. Nobody watches no. C-SPAN, and so now you've got two real news networks that have I think some reputation. Al Jazeera, RT, I you know they've got strong reputation with me as far as you know me looking at them and considering them a viable news source. So you've got two major news networks, world international news networks. I mean Fox News. Fox and uh, MSNBC and, and these other guys, those are just national networks. RT and Al Jazeera are international. They are seen on television so sets on the pole. around the world. To me, at least, sure. I feel like they are. They're, they're just a more important network. So they've really kind of moved into their own as far as where the, the, the debates are being shown. And also you get somebody with the caliber of a Larry King in there to, to moderate. moderate the debate. Previously, I couldn't tell you who the moderator was. You know, some guy from C-SPAN or something like that. But Larry King, I mean, that's a big deal. So will it result in any extra attention being paid to the debates? That remains to be seen. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We'll tell you about a 12-year-old who successfully defended her household without the assistance of the police. We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free here, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. News updates are those some of those features. You can go to news.freetalklive.com and uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, also, classic uh, version of sort of email if you prefer it old school. Uh, we will give you emails. And if you get the emails, you're going to get only the most important news about Free Talk Live. If you're following us on Twitter and Facebook, you'll also get updates live during the show. Uh, so, for instance, I just posted a link to that article about RT and Al Jazeera going to be carrying the third-party debates on Tuesday night. So we'll you know post some questions sometimes, sometimes observations, uh, diff- give you different ways to interact with Free Talk Live over at news.freetalklive.com. That's where you can go to get signed up. That's news.freetalklive.com. You know, uh, you got an email in here tonight, uh, Adamo. If you want to pull that up, I've got one as well. We'll share a couple emails here. You got one from one of the haters that was posting over on YouTube about the video we discussed in the first hour. Uh, And that video is still linked over on our Twitter and Facebook. Uh, But but let me jump into this. It's a positive email here. This one from, uh, I can't say who it's from, from someone who uh, just prefers not to be named. He writes, every podcast I listen to, I just want to scream out, right on, you're correct about the police. All they want to do is handcuff people and snoop. I hate to say it, I had a couple of very bad incidents that happened during the days of my youth. 
I was in between jobs. Construction was very tight and I ran out of money. I saw one ad in the San Francisco uh, Chronicle. Help wanted. Must be 21. No criminal record. Apply in person at San Quentin State Prison. Well, the next thing you knew, I was a prison guard. I made more money than I did working in construction, and it was a regular check. I was a good lemming back then. I was on a gun position and had to shoot a guy. Fortunately, he didn't die, although he was stabbing a member of his felonious peer group at the time. Maybe he had it coming, maybe he didn't. I yelled three times for him to stop, he did not. I worked with a lot of sick bastards that were just unbelievable. They all said things like, You popped your cherry! And, You should have aimed for center mass. I don't know how some of these sicko cops on the street can just shoot someone, like the 80-something-year-old woman, and sleep at night. I just winged a guy, and I couldn't sleep, eat, and was just a mess. Then I fell in love with a wonderful princess from Norway. I went to a local church which was affiliated with a seminary near San Quentin. She was attending seminary, getting her postgraduate degree in Christian education. Truth be known, she was also working on her MRS degree as well. One thing led to another, and we were an item. I finally woke up one morning with the wonderful, tall, athletic thing, and I said to myself, I would be stupid to let this get away. She was a swimmer and was on the 1980 Norway Olympic team. That's how... That's how good she was. Inga, her name, was 5'10 and built like a runway model. No chest, and unlike a model, she had a muscle upon muscle. It was not built too bad. I was not built too bad either, he says, since I played football in college. During 1983, we were engaged, and she was training for the Olympics, and she needed a little help. Well, I knew the right people, and I got her and I hooked up with some, shall we say, performance-enhancing drugs. She trained in the San Francisco Bay in the morning. She would swim from Tiburon Point to Angel Island and back, uh, and that was just the warm-up. He says, my idyll was soon interrupted. She was killed in her dorm room. The Martin sheriffs started asking questions, found out she was engaged to a prison guard, and they had their suspect. I was stupid. I allowed the police to search my room. In retrospect, I should have known better, and they found my stash. They also found a steroid stash. All of a sudden, I was the prime suspect. The questioning was like, eh, we see you're all roided up. She was all roided up. She didn't want to have sex, and you killed her. I felt like mentioning once all those performance-enhancing drugs got into her system, her libido, took, her libido took off. The police took this line of questioning, even though they had eyewitnesses that placed her in her dorm room at the seminary at 4 p.m., and they knew my shift started at 2.30. I guess I had the USS Enterprise beam me from standing in a dining hall at San Quentin into her dorm room, killing her and then beaming me back to a dining hall full of 2,000 or so inmates and about half a dozen guards. They then took the tack that since I worked in a prison, that I knew people who were capable of killing someone, and I'd had her killed. Yes, all the police want to do is show up and put someone in handcuffs. I was never so happy in my life when I, the idiot that killed her, tried to pawn... Excuse me. I was never so happy in my life when the idiot that tried to kill her... That killed her tried to pawn her engagement ring. I didn't know at the time Tiffany's etched serial numbers on their diamonds, and the suspect walked into an honest pawn shop trying to get 100 bucks for a $4,000 ring. After I was officially cleared of the crime... All that one detective could say was, quote, Gee, I was certainly hoping it was you, just so I could put some handcuffs on a prison guard one last time before I retire. No apology. No gee whiz, we were hard on you, but here's my card. I'll hold up my hand for you in the future. Nothing. He 
says that I usually don't listen to rap music, but some guy had a song called F the Police. That's just about right, he says. Up here where I live now, the Yuba City police shot a 77-year-old woman that was holding a broom near her front door. The police officer said, I thought it was a weapon. He was 30 feet away when she was shot and killed on New Year's Eve a couple of years ago. The DA investigated an action akin to having Colonel Sanders guard a hen house and determined the shooting was justified. Yeah, right. The sick SOB that shot that woman struts around town like he's Buford T. Pusser from Walking Tall and McGuff the Crime Dog all wrapped into one. So, just thought I'd share his story. Yeah, it's uh, sad that that's all too often the response of the police. It's like, oh, we treated you bad? So what? Yep. What are you going to do about it? it? Whatever. You're going to pay your taxes? Oh, that's your dog? Right. Whatever. You're going to pay your taxes, you're going to pay our salary, or we're going to come and steal your house from you. Right. Maybe we'll kill you in the process. Hopefully folks see the reason. It's the lack of accountability. You know, it's a monopoly on protection, a service that has value. But we're the bad guys at Damo when a police officer pulls us over and we give him, you know, make it not easy on him. You know Right. You ask him a few questions or ask for a little privacy or- Pull out a video camera. Right. Accountability. Try to hold someone accountable. You know, maybe be upset when he pulls your door open, which is this video we were talking about at the beginning of the hour, or not the hour, but the beginning of the show tonight. You can go to our Facebook and Twitter, and the link is there uh, to that video. But you got an email about that yeah, video. Yeah, shortly after we started talking about it, one of the breaks, uh, Joe Alaska, who didn't say I could not mention his name, but is probably not a real one anyways, uh, he sends the link and right off the bat says, this is you, question mark, you know, and I don't know who he's talking about because you're in the front seat and so is Derek. I was behind right. the camera, so I don't think I was in there much, but yet still sent to uh, my email. He says, uh, what sad, pathetic little boys, which is <laughs> fine. It's fine that we're sad, pathetic little boys. It's a free country after all. Well, oh, yeah, you know, sure we, can, it is. we can argue about that. But, uh, <laughs> but he goes on to say, I guess fa- some people really believe that still. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Who, free for who? Who yeah. believes that? Does anybody really believe that listening to the show right now? Right. That, that we are a free country. Yeah. 855-450-FREE. If you believe that it's a free country, we'd love to hear from you at 855-450-3733. So this guy continues on. He goes, the fact that your actions actually, or that we should we should understand that the fact that our actions actually set back those causes we claim to be fighting for. Oh, yeah? You know, uh, he'll I'll, I'll make my points after this, but I'll go on to, to read the rest of his letter. He says, that makes you a bad person. So we're hurting our own cause, and he says that makes us bad. So he's like, there are people in this world who have real problems, deal with real police brutality, real harassment, real loss of freedom. Right. It wasn't real, uh, It wasn't real, Ademo, when you spent three months of your life yeah, in jail. Yeah, 92 days in a, in a jail cell was that not wasn't real. real. It was just a dream. <laughs> he's like, you cheapen their pain and make a joke of their suffering with your whiny, uh, entitled snivels for attention. Maybe you do it because you think chicks will dig it. So, yeah, everything I do is for the women. But uh, yeah, I don't know about you, but I just don't have uh, women throwing themselves at me. Uh, neither do I. It just doesn't work for that. In fact, in fact uh, doing what we do a demo is, is kind of – it keeps women away if you think about it because a lot of ladies are interested in a relationship with someone who's going to be there and yeah, okay. uh, you know security and all that. Uh, but we go to jail on a regular, somewhat irregular basis, and that can be a real tough time for I a significant I mean, other. I'm in a relationship right now, and it is troublesome, you know, because we're both workaholics. We both like spend a lot of time doing what we're going to do, and it's hard to, like you said, have that other level of intimacy when you have this passion, I guess, uh, holding you back. Right, and if you, you know, if you're interested in somebody from a ro- romantic aspect, but you know that person could be taken from you. 
you know, two right. weeks later because of some ridiculous uh, law or some new thing that the police decide to aggress against for, uh, that's, that doesn't really make someone want to get too committed or even interested yeah, not, in the I'm first place. I'm not very place. desirable right now to women who, because at any moment I could be snatched for breaking any number of the right. uh, infinite amount of laws and taken to jail for four and a half years. Yeah. You know, what kind of relationship So I that? wish it was the ladies, but no, that's not the reason Yeah, so what I like about this letter, he goes on to uh, say we're probably spoiled rich kids. He then, <laughs> as he gets closer to the end of his letter, and since he's backed up no other point before, has straw men or blanket statements, uh, he resorts to name-calling, some cussing, and uh, he re- <laughs> wants to remind us that karma exists. So I don't know. Like, yeah, I, 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 I'm glad he did because I went to jail for using children's chalk right. and making phone calls after people assaulted a, a kid. So karma, it can come around whenever. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Coming up, 12-year-old defends her home successfully without the police. We'll uh, give you that story. Of course, you can bring up whatever you want. 855-450-FREE. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Plus, coming up, texting crackdown. It's coming maybe to a state near you. Hi, I'm Richard Grove of TragedyAndHope.com, and thanks to the help of Mark and Ian here on Free Talk Live, we've created this call to action to help raise awareness for John Taylor Gatto. In 2001, former New York City and State School Teacher of the Year, John Taylor Gatto, published The Underground History of American Education, detailing how public schooling creates obedient workers and debt slaves. Now John delivers a message which he calls your birthright. It's titled The Ultimate History Lesson, and it's a five-hour journey illustrating how and why our public schools are dumbing us down and what we can do about it. Therein, referencing more than 200 footnotes and 30 classic texts. John suffered multiple strokes in the weeks after filming this interview, and he's in need of your help as he continues to recover. Please click the banner on freetalklive.com and enter the coupon code FTL and we'll send you the ultimate history lesson on four DVDs plus a free 15-hour MP3 bonus DVD. Thank you for tuning in and not dropping out. This is Free Talk Live, toll-free number for you to bring up whatever you want, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. With you in the studio, it's Ian. A demo. Ademo is here, courtesy of copblock.org, and you just got out of jail about a week ago, to, uh, yesterday I think it was. Yeah, a week ago yesterday. yesterday. And uh, we had John. We talked a lot about your jail experience and what got you there in the first place. But you know, part of the the difficulty of going to jail, at least that I discovered when I was in there, or when I got out, or I knew it was going to happen when I got out, <laughs> was dealing with the catching up. I mean, you know, sitting a few months in jail is not that hard. At least not in Cheshire County. You had it a little harder, as I understand it, in Manchester, uh, New Hampshire, where the jail is nastier, the people there are nastier. The rules are stricter, and it's just overall a not so great experience in comparison. Uh, but you know, you can sit off time in jail; it's not the end of the world. The days go by, and yeah, after, the worst part is not doing what you want or right. what you're passionate about. But you can make the best of it. And it sounded to me like you did. You know, you were reading some books about you know liberty oriented books or fiction or whatever else was coming in there, and 
for me, I enjoyed that aspect of it. You know, I enjoyed the uh, the time away from most of my responsibilities, although I was still making calls every day to the studios to make sure there weren't fires that needed to be put out. And some days there were. And it's it's hard to do tech support over the phone with no, uh, you know, if something breaks in the studio, it's hard to walk someone through it who doesn't really know what they're doing. So there was some some level of challenge there. But when when you go and you look at it from the kind of that spiritual retreat perspective, we call it the Keen Spiritual Retreat here in in town. And I think that that I think that your attitude going in has a lot to do with the experience that you have in there. And so if you try to keep things positive, I think that helps. I think that helps. Yeah, I try to find. I don't know. I I I always uh, uh, envy you and like Derek J who. Have like these super upbeats. I'm I'm kind of ticked off every time they take me. I know that happens. Like I I I wear my emotions on my sleeve. But for me, it's like, like you said, making the best of a situation. So like you know, I enjoyed being able to find the time to work out for an hour or two every day. Mm-hmm. Like you know, uh, but I think that was just more or less you know getting into a re- making the best of a bad situation. You know, and so uh, the reading, you know, all that thing. The, is uh, it's good to do if you're especially just trying to make days pass by. Sure, and once the days start going by, they do tend to kind of. It seems like it they speeds up by. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it goes by because it's all so similar, and there's nothing really much that's uh, that's changing around you. Uh, and you know what? I don't know where the hell I was going with that conversation. But, we lost uh, each other. <laughs> but uh, jail, yeah, jail. Well, no, I think we were just generally talking about you and cop block is what it was. And so you're out now, and it was the, it was the getting the caught up that right. was the difficult part because you know now I've got I still have my responsibilities. It's just that they just hit you all like a wall when you get out. Like oof, fifteen hundred emails, fifteen hundred you know Facebook messages. I shouldn't think it was more Facebook messages than I had uh, emails, and just dealing with all that, having to parse through it all, and you know what did I miss? Where's the important stuff? It's in there with all this other stuff. And then uh, not even going to go through all that Facebook stuff, you know, just junk it. Or I know whatever. I, I kind of did a mass like acceptance of friend requests, which is normally something I don't do. I normally try to like look at their walls, yeah. and make sure they're real, and I was just like, oh, this is too much, two hundred and twenty-four. So yeah. I was just like, yes, yes, yes. And then I actually got a spammer involved there. And no, I hear you. It's it's now a week and a day that I've been out. And oh, it took I, me a few weeks to. Yeah, I still have some emails to go up. through. I still want to, you know, I still have some donors I want to get out there and thank because po- folks are real generous and, and right. showing their support uh, with their wallets and. Uh, even a couple of blog posts I still want to write, get up there on freekeen.com and Coplock too. That would be great. And I know that folks are, are certainly paying attention. Coplock.org has really become, when did it launch? 2009? 2010? Yeah, it's two, two, yeah, 2010, February. 2010. Yep. So coming up on the third year anniversary yep, then right, pretty soon, right around which is the corner exciting. Here. And it's really, I think, become one of the most relevant, one of the most important uh, liberty-oriented websites out there. And the reason is because... It's something that can appeal to beyond the liberty demographic. So the people that are running Cop Block, you, Pete Ayer, for instance, uh, and you're not the only folks. There's a no, large there's a, there's group, a decentralized yeah. group involved. Uh, but you know, I would say most of those folks are some pretty principled people, people that get it about the ideas of liberty first and foremost, and they've decided that this is an issue they want to focus on. But uh, you know, the, just the Cop Block brand can appeal to people who haven't ever heard of the ideas of liberty, but they've been screwed over by the cops. And so it's a really good way, it's I think. It's a good first stepping stone. Yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, it's nature it helps, the, like you said, the folks behind there and uh, the issue. It's a good single issue to, to start with. And I, I feel, you know, the, the whole reason, you know, aside from my personal experience with the police, uh, the other half, I'd say, of why I started uh, something like Coplock was due to the fact that 
you know, folks can, can relate, you know, and it's, it's very easy to understand that these are the enforcers. This is where the rubber meets the road. And it doesn't matter if people in Concord here or anyone else's state capital or Washington, D.C. put on paper, if we can make some sort of, you know, a sizable change with the enforcers mm-hmm. of the law, the ones that are just doing their job, then, you know, maybe it's easier than trying to stop them from writing words on paper because the words on paper wouldn't matter without the enforcers. So. And the sad thing is there's no shortage of content for your website. I mean, if you go to coplock.org, I'm just looking here at what the last two days worth right on the front page, October 17th, October 18th. There's just all kinds of nasty stories about the police doing awful things. Yep. And uh, some people will, you know, they'll, they'll critique Cop Block, and that's cool. You know, the more that people talk about you, the better. There was that Reddit thread that we were talking about at the beginning of the show where it's just hate, hate upon hate. Uh, but, you know, those haters made that video go viral. So now, you know, you've got a 200 plus thousand view video on the Cop Block YouTube channel. And right. that's mostly thanks to people that didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, just because, you know, 5,000 comments are there, uh, well, there's 200,000 views. It doesn't mean that all those views are from people who thought it was negative. You know? That's true. So you never know what type of seeds you could have planted. And I think a hater is more likely to post a comment than somebody who appreciates it. Well, it's kind of like they do, uh, what is it, like the, the gun industry will always, like, I don't know if it's a joke or if they're actually serious when they give, like, the president, like, the gun salesman of the year award. You know, uh, yeah, good point. Yeah, so but it's like that with uh, Cop Block. The haters, I should give like the hater the, of the year, <laughs> the, or, or recruiter of the year. You know, yeah. you, there was a guy, that, the unintentional recruiter. Yeah, there was a guy at Cop Block, Shane Smith, who made these really annoying like uh, YouTube videos, and he'd act like he had some sort of like mental uh, like. Uh, disability or something like that. He'd be like, dur, 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 and I don't. So know this you, is a critic, is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and so, but his videos. He's making fun of you. Yeah, but he would do it so poorly that like yeah. you, you would just laugh at this it's guy. Pathetic. And so they'd get some views or they'd get some. I put them on the Facebook page. They get some responses. Yeah. So at one point, someone was like, "I'm. I only came here because of Shane Smith." And I was like, "Because he's at other <laughs> Facebook pages saying how we were posting his videos right. here." And so he drew more attention here. I was like, yeah. "Hey, for this week, you've uh, given us the most views. Thanks, you know." And you're, you're actually trying to do the opposite, but you're giving us the most recruits. So, so uh, folks can get involved with Cop Block by going to copblock.org. You can uh, start your own Cop Block uh, affiliate, sort of, in your area if you would like. Chapter groups. We don't really know what to call them. It's a decentralized organization. So yeah. You, Start your own Coplock thing, you know, uh, yep. coplock.org slash join us is a good place to start. And Lots of, uh, you know, ridiculous news stories for you to dig into, learn about. Uh, what are some of the other aspects of the site that uh, people need to know about? Well, there's been a lot of changes going on. So uh, Pete Air and some of the other folks have been busy at work. But the join us tab I just talked about, there's now a knowledge and resource tab. All these are at the top. And so mm-hmm. you can connect with other groups, uh, learn how to uh, partake in coplocking by joining us, get some knowledge, some resources whether that's PDFs for flyers, business cards, or the uh, the uh, ability just to order some from the coplock.org store. Uh, there's just a, a multitude of ways to get involved. The submission tab is up there for folks who want to send in a video story or submit uh, one of their own writings or uh, a thought on someone else's writing of a police incident. How difficult is it to get approved? I mean, if, if you submit something to the site. Not difficult at all. Uh, we have an editor, Kate, who is uh, on pretty much full-time. Uh, myself now and a few other of the uh, coplock.org contributors, which is also uh, on the uh, about tab mm-hmm. at Coplock. Uh, I don't as long as it's a good, worthy story that's well written. You know, with a uh, minimal editing, it, the right. quicker. So the more work it takes, or if it has to get some like verification on a story, a little longer. But 
I say your chances are really good of being published at copblock.org. So uh, our number here tonight is 855-450-FREE. We'll talk about a couple police-related things here, appropriately enough, because the demo is with us here. But there's one story about texting in the news. Apparently a couple different states are going to be cracking down. We'll explain what the plan is, 855, and where it's going to happen. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. We'll take your calls also about whatever might happen to be on your mind. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live, 1-855-450-3733. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You like your friends. You like Free Talk Live. Like your friends enough to share something you like with them. Help Free Talk Live get into more ears. Podcast listeners are the most important area of growth for Free Talk Live. Please share one episode a week on Facebook. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free, 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line with you tonight. It's Ian. And a demo. All right, 855-450-3733. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We've got listening options, live streams. They're available for you at listen.freetalklive.com. We've got broadband, midband, and narrowband versions of the show, so different bit rates for different internet connection sizes. Uh, you'll find one that'll work for you, listen.freetalklive.com. Over 110 radio stations across the country, various different uh, Stations from AM to FM, even XM satellite radio, you can get us there as well. Uh, We're on a bunch of different places, and you can go to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more about that. Plus, you can also find us on free-to-air KU band. We don't talk too much about that option. Uh, It is a a way for you to actually get RT, we were talking about earlier, Al Jazeera. So you get RT English and Al Jazeera English on TV. And then there's also radio channels that are on there for free, including LRN.FM. So that's one of the uh, myriad of ways that you can listen to Free Talk Live. So you can sit there and uh, watch the uh, the presidential debate and flip over to a different channel, and there's LRN.FM. Nice. And it's, uh, it's just a one-time equipment purchase, and the, the programming's free. So that's pretty cool. We're up on KU Band, and you can learn more about that at listen.freetalklive.com, plus the listen lines and the webcam and more. Let's go to the phones, though. You can bring up anything. Gary is listening to XM and America's Talk. Hey, Gary. Hey, how you doing? Hey, um, I just wanted to comment about the friendly cops. Yes, sir. You're on the I air. had an incident a few years back. I pulled into our post office here. It was new at the time, and uh, it was kind of hard. It still hasn't changed, but at least I know how to get in now. And the, the driveway has two sides in and out right next to each other. And I, it was like midnight, and there was nobody around, nobody in the parking lot. I pulled in to mail a letter, and just to my left, there was a, a cop that was in there who was uh, just walking out. He must have mailed a letter just walking out at the time, and... Uh, he stopped me and, you know, ran my plates and everything. But you do you know, driving in the wrong way in the post office here. He says, do you do that all the time? And I, I told him, no, I just do it at night when there's nobody around. And, you know, I've had more than one instance of cops not being friendly like that. So uh, did he write you a citation or was it just a warning? Was he just trying to harass you? He was just trying to be a big shot. I see. 
you know, I think um, another another time I, I went through a light. The light had just uh, gone out. You know, it, it burned out, and it, and it flipped from green to red. And I just saw a flash, and, and the cop pulled me over. Within about three minutes, there were three cops with lights on me. And uh, after after they determined that they went back and uh, checked the light, and they said, "Oh, indeed, it was out," you know, and they didn't give me a ticket on this one either. And I and I asked them, I said, "Well, do you need three spotlights shining on me?" Jeez. And, and uh, within about two seconds, the lights went off, and you know, they kind of chuckled. And I'm like, you know, it's just no excuse sometimes for how they act. Did they call the backup, like just or just by procedure they showed up? Um, it's it's probably. You know, a little bit of both. Sometimes I think they're just cruising in the neighborhood and want to come see what's right, going small on. Small town, you're I'm the only guy they got pulled over. Everybody's got to mm-hmm. come check it out. Right, you know, I think that's the case sometimes. Uh, I'm not saying they're all bad. I've, I've I've met some good cops, you know, but there's certainly some, and I think it's a lot of times uh, more, more than likely the younger ones that are just happy to have that uniform and that badge and a little power. Yeah, the badge heavies, as uh, as they are called. Thanks for your story tonight, yeah, Gary. all of it, no it. accountability. I think uh, all employers for the police or protection services are bad. Wait, right run now. that by me one more time. <laughs> all the employers that we have right now for police protection services mm-hmm. are bad. You know, I, I hate the argument that, like, oh, not all cops are bad. No, they all are bad. I'm sorry. The, the job, the institution, the whole... Uh, uh, service I, of protection is messed up right now. It's extremely messed up. It's I don't think that makes them bad people, though. I think that means they're. I think that cops, you know, believe a lot of them believe they're doing the right thing, and I think that they are probably very, you know, a lot of them are very good at their families and uh, and their friends. It's just that they're doing bad things as part of their job. But still, like uh, if some individual thought selling heroin wasn't wrong like i still would say they're doing a bad thing i agree i agree but i don't know if i to say they are bad means that there's something about them that's wrong or that uh you know that they're evil or something like that and i don't think that's the case i don't think that i don't think the average cop is an evil person i think that uh, many of them are misguided i think that a lot of you know what we consider to be evil the locking up of peaceful people they believe they're doing the right thing because that's what they've been told you know they've they've got propaganda of their own that they're subjected to that uh, trains them one way you go to like somebody like Barry Cooper for instance uh, from nevergetbusted.com you know, he'll tell you that he really believed the the stories about the drugs and how bad they were. And right, uh, but he'd also tell you that he didn't take they didn't take the uh, philosophy of liberty aspect to the war on drugs. You know, what do you mean? Like, like the self ownership? Like, hey, it's your body, it's your choice. If you want to, you know, if you want to do harm to it, then it's, it's it's on you. You're responsible for that. And well, no, they don't believe that. I know, but right. that's what I'm saying. You, you know, I I can't I can't allow the justification for. Oh, they're brainwashed to the opposite side. You know, it doesn't mean it's okay. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not justifying what they're doing. I'm just trying to. I won't go so far. Like when I moved to New Hampshire, uh, you know, as a Free State Project participant, I was of the mindset that the police are evil and that uh, that you know that they're they're just doing evil day in and day out, and it's terrible. And how can they do this? And and you know, then I had the ability to actually connect with some of these guys, at least on a on a human level, and and have some level of conversation with them. And 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 they are, you know, they're humans. They have feelings. They uh, they have families. They have things they want. They have things they they need. They have problems, just like everybody else. And it's it's hard to, I think, have empathy for them 
especially in a larger city kind of a scenario where you don't know who any of the the cops are. You encounter them every every once in a while and they, they're doing terrible things, but you can't really pin it on anyone and you don't know who they are. But here you can get to know who some of these guys are and learn learn some things about them. And they learn, obviously, are learning about us uh, at the same time. And you have to – yeah. You know this stuff has an effect, right? So, like when they free free talk, free talk live, for instance, is on the air in Keene, New Hampshire, not just on licensed radio stations on Saturday night, which we've been for years, but also there's a heroic. Uh, I don't know if it's a group of activists or who it is, but somebody is operating a pirate radio station in town, and so we're on seven nights a week in Keene. And even before that was happening, one of the officers, uh, Jason Short, had told me that he's a regular listener of Free Talk Live. I know that uh, Shane Maxfield, another one of the officers, was a regular listener. I don't know if he still is, but he was years ago a regular listener to Free Talk Live. And so, you know, you listen to this message enough, it's going to it's going to have an impact because it's just so right and so moral Wait, and once logical. Once the seed is planted, it has no choice but to grow, or at least I right. hope uh, somebody else who could listen to Free Talk Live or check the facts of you know the the logical conclusion that liberty and has brought me to, uh, and still want to go the other way. Well, then I would question their like mental capacity or something like that. But I'm it's not- something as simple as they got a family and they're in a position where they feel like they have to keep doing what they're doing. They've got that retirement that's just over the hill, you know, and it's not right. It's not right. Yeah, but, but I'm not saying they're bad. Like I right. want to go out and exterminate like no. the bugs in my living room are bad. I must get rid of them in order to have quality of life. I think their actions are bad. I don't think they as as, yeah, I'm as just saying, I can't get just, I, I can sit there and say, hey, man, you are absolutely wrong. And now let's talk about it or try to figure it out. But they're de- to me, all cops are bad. You know? They're really messing up the the, the service They are not doing good things most of the time. That much is, time. is true. 855, I don't know. I've seen one of them help a lady change her tire once. Well, That's I not a bad that. thing. I've, bakers and roofers and other people have done that as well. Right. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You take control here. It's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, podcast, satellite, webcam, and our live streams. But did you know you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere? Add this number to your phone, 213-493-0308. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Listen Lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 213-493-0308. That's 213-493-0308. This is Free Talk Live, and you are invited to bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And if you want to address the issue we were discussing in the last segment uh, as to whether or not cops are bad... Uh, would love to hear your thoughts. 855-450-FREE. Also want to tell you about blockchain.info. We've talked about Bitcoin quite a bit on this program. You know that uh, at least the hosts of Free Talk Live tend to think that it's a pretty exciting development in the future of money and the ability for you to actually have total control over your finances. Uh, Bitcoin allows you to send and receive money around the world without having to pay any gatekeepers, jump through any ridiculous hoops, give up personal identifying information. It's a really useful uh, it's a co- really useful concept. 
And it helps to have an online Bitcoin wallet like blockchain.info because they've got apps for Android and jailbroken iPhones. And thanks to their fancy encryption techniques, blockchain never has access to your money. In fact, they can't even know how much money you're sending or receiving. So with the blockchain wallet, you can even send Bitcoins via email to your Facebook friends, or to anyone's cell phone number in just about every country around the world. And you know what? It's all for free. Get your free Bitcoin wallet and all those other services today at blockchain.info. That's blockchain.info. As we go to the phones and to the fun, Jamie is on the line in Chicago listening on XM's America's Talk. Hey, Jamie. Hi, how are you guys? Hey, just great. What's on your mind tonight? Good. You know, I um, I, I just kind of wanted to get your opinion on things. You know, I'm sure. a... I'm a lesbian, and I'm very conservative. You know, I, I believe in very small government, and I don't know if there's many other people out there like me. You tend to have your, you know, your typical gay people who are very liberal mm. and believe in lots of regulations and whatever else. And I just want to get your thoughts on that. Well, that's a good question. Um, there are people who are you. When you say people like me, do you mean just lesbians or like <laughs> no. people that love freedom? Uh, well, I guess people who who believe in small government and removing regulations from things and and but you don't have to be a lesbian to qualify to answer the statement, right? So, like, you mean right. anybody that likes the idea of personal liberty, right? But now, you know, I, I looked on, for example, Facebook. I was looking for you know people who identify as Republican and gay, and I didn't really find any. That's going to be a small. Uh, that's going to be a small group. So let me ask you a, a clarifying question here. I mean, typically when okay. I hear the word conservative, I think uh, someone wants to get into my bedroom, somebody that wants to control what I put in my body, things like that. Are you conservative fiscally, but socially liberal, or do you also have uh, you know conservative social tendencies? I believe I'm conservative fiscally but socially liberal. Got it. Okay, so that's why, you know, using that term conservative kind of throws me off at least, and it might uh-huh. also turn some other people off as I'm well. Cons- I'm confused what uh, conservative fiscally in this time means because, you know, the bailouts <laughs> and all this other stuff. Right. I mean, I mean, they all say they're like conservatives running for office. But... Sure. What the politicians do and what the word means exactly. is, you know, it, I think the word conservative and liberal are, are both pretty poisoned. I mean, liberal once upon a time used to mean what libertarian used to mean which doesn't mean what it used to mean and yeah we can go <laughs> around and around like words change over the years but generally you know the idea of being conservative uh, fiscally is that oh there shouldn't be a large government it shouldn't spend a lot of money and also to be uh, socially liberal means that the government shouldn't be in your business and the government shouldn't be you know in your sex life and they shouldn't be in your body uh those sorts of things so right. i would say that the answer is there are a number of people who think the way that you do but a lot of them don't believe that there are so they don't know that they're out there uh they don't know where those other people are and they're pretty distributed there are some organizations that can help uh solve this problem obviously you know there are groups like the the ron paul meetup groups for instance is uh is is one way for folks to get together copblock.org might be another way to find some like-minded folks yeah there's uh the shire society forums you could find a bunch of folks there as well as the uh, new hampshire base of liberty-minded folks right you could go to shiresociety.com and there's some forums there which are really useful and of course the free state project in my opinion is the absolute best uh option because okay uh, have you ever heard of it before no i haven't actually how long have you been listening to free talk live oh 
gosh, for um, I'd say a couple of months now. Isn't you know, periodically I hear you guys when I go to my other job late at night, and you know, I flip you guys on, and I really, I really like what you guys have to say. Well, great. I'm glad to hear that. There's one other thing. I'll tell you more about the Free State Project in a moment. There's also an advertiser on Free Talk Live, Liberty on the Rocks. Uh, dot org is helping liberty-minded folks around uh, the country get together at you know social events basically social events yeah that's a great call too so uh, okay. so there's that so there are ways for you to connect with people in your area and you're calling us from Chicago so odds are good in a big city there's going to be a few dozen people there that would identify openly as uh, as liberty-minded but one of the things that we're doing and Ademo and I uh, you know we know each other Ademo because of the Free State Project basically yeah. and I moved from Florida. You moved from Wisconsin. Uh, people are moving from all over the, the country. People who think like you do, Jamie. People who love the ideas of liberty and not only love the, the ideas, but are willing to do something about it, to get active in whatever way they feel is best. So whether it's to do civil disobedience, as uh, you and I have, Ademo, or to run for political office, as I'm currently doing, uh, you know, doing outreach, creating media, as we're doing here tonight. There are a lot of different projects going on, and none of it, very little of it, will be possible without having a concentration of activists. So imagine going to a place where you have more people than you can possibly know who think like you. That would be awesome. That's what we have here in New Hampshire. There are over a 1,000 people, almost 1,100 people, here now in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Over 13,000 people have signed on to make the move to New Hampshire from all over the place, including around the world, as part of the Free State Project. We want to reach 20,000 signers. But with 1,000 people, that's more people than I can know. I can't know who they all are. They live all across New Hampshire. There's several dozen in the Keene area where I do live, and I know all of them, uh, but I don't know all of them well. There are you know there are enough people here that you can surround yourself with liberty-minded folks and uh, and people in the community as well and it's just a it's an amazing experience i mean Ademo, you've lived here now a couple years right yeah i came from wisconsin so just uh north of where the caller's from and i remember you know just trying to ask questions about like hey did you know what this guy said this politician or this thing kind of messed up and when i found like a group of four or five that i could talk to i still didn't find anybody who would want to go out and film the police like mm. raiding houses or like uh any you know confrontation with a political guy who's uh you know promoting double standards or th- you know theft um but coming to the you know the shire here in new hampshire uh that that's where you find you know it's the people that not only want to have the conversation but uh, act on it as well so don't you know, forget about us or, you know, the, the outlets that we were just mentioning when you do find people in your area. So that would be great. Yeah. It is great, and I've been here six years now, and it just keeps getting better as more people come. Better better. Uh, the more people that come and join the Free State Project and move to New Hampshire, the better things get because it increases the concentration of the activists here. It increases the likelihood that average, the average folk that are you know just living their lives out in New Hampshire will encounter one of us either on a you know that we're a coworker or we're somebody that lives in in a neighborhood or you know somebody at the, the children's play date or at the school or wherever it is that they're encountering folks and. And that just means that more people will be touching the average person's lives who believe in the ideas of liberty and who are willing to talk about those things, which as those ideas become more pervasive in society, they'll be more accepted in society. Because where I come from down in Florida, I did outreach for the Libertarian Party down there, and it was just like – 
It, it wasn't a total waste of time because it was good experience and doing you know outreach sorts of things. So I did gain some some personal growth from it, but uh, it didn't have any effect on changing anything. And I wasn't under the impression that it would. After a while, I realized that I was basically just spinning my wheels. And so when I heard about the idea of hey, let's get people like me and you together in the same place, it just made total sense. Like hey, this this is the strategy we've got to get we're just too deluded i mean there are there are probably a couple million you know liberty-minded people at least in this country certainly because of the ron paul campaign we had one guy call earlier he's like yeah it's ron paul brought me in yeah got uh, me right and uh you as well same, same thing yep absolutely <laughs> was it was it the 2008 or the 2012 campaign Actually, the 2012. This is kind of when I became involved with, um, not involved, but more interested in politics. You know, I wasn't really caring before. My daughter's three. You know, I'm, I'm with my partner and her son in our, you know, our, our home. We have a traditional family, so to speak, but not really. Here's and, what I um, here's what I'd recommend. Drop over to freestateproject.org. Click what is the FSP on the left-hand side, and then look at the 101 reasons to move. Call us back if you have any questions, and thanks for your call tonight. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Toll-free number here is 855-453. Only moments remain, but enough time for you and your thoughts. If you make the call now, 855-453. You can join us online. Head over to freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we give to you. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can AMP. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send in 5 bucks a month. We take that in, invest it into Free Talk Live Get on more radio stations across the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. Go to amp.freetalklive.com, get signed up, use any major credit card through PayPal, or use Visa or MasterCard right on our website. Once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. One more thing that uh, we didn't get to say previously to our last caller who was asking about... You know, she's a she's a lesbian. She loves the ideas of liberty. Is there anywhere that, you know, she should go to meet more people like that? And uh, as far as meeting liberty minded folks, there is no better place than New Hampshire. And I think that uh, that question that I I came up with was was pretty decent. It's a pretty decent pitch. How'd you like to live somewhere where you can't possibly know everybody? Because usually you barely know anybody wherever you live. You barely know anybody who loved the ideas of liberty. And here in New Hampshire, you can't know them all, nor do you want to know them all, because there's so many of them. Some of them you don't, you're not going to like, uh, just because people don't get along with everybody. That's you know a large group of people. Inevitably, not everybody's going to get along with one another. Uh, we have those growing pains in Free Talk Live, where or not Free Talk Live, in the Free State Project, where uh, some people, you know, it's just such a big movement at this point. You know, they're kind of splintering off into different groups and doing things that uh, interest them. Some people work on the farm, you know, out in the middle of on a farm out in the middle of nowhere, and that's their life and that's what they enjoy. Other people are getting into the the heat of activism, of uh, civil disobedience and non-cooperation. Some folks are running for political offices. There's a lot to do. But specifically to the question of uh, being a lesbian, you might want to check out the Porcupine Freedom Festival in 2013. There is going to be, I'm sure, another uh, 
Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party. It was co- formerly or, called Buzz's Big Gay Dance now Party. Now it's, uh, I think, Flaming Freedom's Big Gay Dance Party, or Bigger, Gayer Dance Party. Yep. And uh, it was pretty gay this year, and it was great. Flaming. I was there in a tutu. And you were there in like some sort of a... I had like girl short shorts on and a like, like really spandex tight, tight pants yeah. right well yeah like shorts and then like a pink top that was right. really tight it was hot yeah it was, it was hot. hot uh but yeah the, the big gay dance party it's pretty much a bunch of straight people acting gay but there are some gay people there too <laughs> yeah there's, <laughs> it's a, a, lot there's a good number of gay people uh up here in the shire that are liberty uh minded but another thing i'd like to tell the the caller before the break as well is that it's not too early to start in but like asking your friends because i remember I was like well on my way to wanting to do something about the problems, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I was brought up in a home where like you don't ask women their age and you don't t- talk about who you vote for or like these issues. And so kind of backwards. But I wish like when I was first trying to come to these, you know, beginner questions, like why do things work this way and whatnot, that I would have like done the same with my my group of friends then because mm. when I did come out with it, like, let's go do something. It was like a, a harder sell and B, it had like consumed my life at that point that they probably just thought I was nuts. Yeah. And so yeah, I passed it by. So. Don't forget to bring them along with you. Exactly right. Uh, so and once again, you can go to freestateproject.org, learn more about what brought us all here. And uh, 855-453 is the number. Now, uh, we've been talking, I've been selling kind of throughout the night a story that you were going to share with us about a 12-year-old uh, young person who yeah. defended his or her property. Exactly. Uh, just before I went to jail, I started these little uh, skits that were better than a cop stories. And uh, that's basically where you could prove that the protection a, the police can't provide it, and B, uh, it's it's done better by you know s- yourselves at some points. But anyways, these are well. The uh, cops have no obligation to show up. I mean, you can call them, and maybe they'll show up. Maybe they'll do the right thing, or maybe they won't show up at all, and or maybe they'll show up and shoot the wrong person. Uh, so it can be kind of a bad idea in some. Yeah. Some cases. So being on the lookout for stories like that, I come across this one out of Oklahoma from uh, News Nine. Uh, Byron County, Oklahoma, to be exact, where a 12-year-old girl took matters into her own own hands during a home invasion in, in her home. Uh, it happened Wednesday when the girl was alone. She told police a stranger rang the doorbell, mm. nosied in and out of the window, uh, went around the back when no one answered, and then tried to kick in the rear door. Wow, that's she, scary. during that time, called her mom, Deborah St. Clair, who told her to get the family gun and hide in the closet and call 911. The mother said she was trying to drive home really fast. When she had got there, the police were already there with the suspect and later found out that during the time, well, this girl was on 911, and you can go to news9.com out of Oklahoma and hear a, a video of this from the local news station of the 911 call, but the dispatch is on there, and you can hear the intruder is in the house after successfully kicking open the door. Mm. She has locked the bedroom door or the closet door. I'm not sure which one. And when the intruder went to fidget with it and I think was about to get it open, the 12-year-old girl uh, shot through the door. Wow. uh, Wounding the intruder in the back to where the police picked him up uh, about a block away from the home. He was hunched over on the curb due to his injuries. <laughs> uh, they, they didn't say. It said he was taken to the hospital, but they so he may have survived. Then he, yeah, they don't really say that he was in critical condition, which is like the standard uh, response for people huh. who are in there. But the twelve-year-old girl was not injured. The home, nice. his pr- properties, and possessions were all secure. And yep. obviously, this family uh, bullet hole in the door. But that's well, about bullet it. holes in the door, right? Uh, but the obviously, back door maybe got damaged a little. Yeah, bit, but. it's clear that this family uh, didn't. Just train their daughter to call nine one one. Wait for the police. There right. was call me. Assess uh, you know call me being the parent. Call the parents. Assess the situation. The the parents guided them to well, a 
what would be a reasonable advice in my mind, grab the gun, hide. Well, remember, you know? you've got to have training in the first place. So clearly this family had taken the, you know, their 12-year-old or probably when she was 10 or was it a she or he? I it, it's a she. she. They probably took her to the gun range at a younger age and, you know, trained her how to use the family gun. Because yep. obviously, you know, you don't just hand a gun to somebody and they know what to do with it. Uh, you can watch all the movies you want, but uh, it's not going to teach you how to take the safety off and how to use it and properly, you know, aim and the proper form of firing it. So, you know, they did the right prep in advance of teaching their daughter how to use the gun. And then she she kept her cool to whatever extent she needed to and, and made it happen. Right. Good Didn't for her. seek out the guy or a confrontation. You know, right. she she uh, went for self-preservation, retreated to a space where she knew she could be safe, couldn't be like, you know, they won't come behind you in a closet unless it had two doors. But, right. you know, and she did. Yeah, you could definitely tell that there was training here. I know when I was in jail, there was a big incident in Colorado with the theater and the Batman. Oh, returns. yeah. Yep. And guys in jail were just appalled by my stance on it, which was, well, if there was an armed society, we'd have a safe society. You know, if oh, everybody, yeah. uh, instead of giving the police armored Bearcats and AKs or whatever to put their M16s to put right. in their trunk, give everybody a pistol. You know, what good were the cops in that? What incident? good were the cops, right? And so, like this in this case, you know, an, an armed twelve-year-old, you know, handled a home invasion. You know, I'm sure she the sure person, handled it. Yeah, she isn't going to do this and, again. And who knows what would have happened if she didn't have that gun? Now, I mean, a home invasion. You know, maybe this guy didn't know there was a a, a person home. Maybe they you know cased the place and figured that it was empty. The parents were at work. Didn't realize it was a family. Or maybe they did know it, and, and maybe, maybe he they was were looking for a twelve-year-old. Right? Though. Maybe he was looking to rape somebody too. While uh, you that's know, that's a very there. good point. Yeah, maybe he wasn't about the uh, big screen TV or the the right. game system or computer system to sell. He could have been there to uh, cause harm to this. We don't know, right? And thankfully, we don't have to find out, right? Because they took uh, protection seriously and and. Uh, Seem to work it through it. In other news, uh, looks like uh, there's some federal funding to be given to uh, Connecticut and Massachusetts. Looks like if you're driving in those states, you might notice some police spotters on overpasses. They'll be looking for you, according to CNSNews.com, if you're texting and driving. Transportation dun, dun, dun. Secretary Ray LaHood announced that those two states are getting $275,000 grants to help them plan and conduct high-visibility anti-texting enforcement programs. My favorite is the billboard that says something to the effect of uh, texting is dangerous, uh, learn more by texting. Or like, don't text and drive, learn more by texting, don't text to you know, some right, number. Right, right, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> as well as taking your eyes off the road to read the billboard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the goal is to train the police officers on better methods for spotting drivers who are texting. He noted that it's more difficult to detect drivers who are texting than it is to find those who are talking on handheld cell phones while driving. In order to more accurately identify and stop the dangerous practice of texting behind the wheel, the demonstration grants announced today call for Connecticut and Massachusetts to develop anti-texting enforcement protocols and techniques, such as using stationary patrols, spotters on overpasses, on elevated roadways, and roving patrols. So they're getting serious. Uh, he says uh, he looks forward to the results of the new enforcement programs, which, of course, will, if they're successful, result in big money rolling into the state This governments. is just a horrible idea because how far will this go? You know, like no more dials on the radio, no more. Well, yeah. I mean, know, people have been f- for years getting into accidents because they've been changing the radio station. And right. now it's a problem. Look, I agree. Texting while driving is dangerous. I agree with that as There's well. There's no doubt about it. 
And I think it's a terrible thing uh, for people to be in the habit of doing. Look, if it's a text message, it'll be all right. It'll be there, you know, the next time you stop the car. It'll still be, be there. But I don't think the answer is to threaten people with violence. I don't think the answer is to put somebody, you know, under a threat of possibly caging them, which is I'm what a ticket let, is. Let's cut out all this mundane stuff. Let's just outlaw driving. No more driving. You don't have to worry about <laughs> the radio. It's, tr- it's dangerous. Outlaw it's dangerous. changing the station. You have to listen to Free Talk Live. You have to listen to Free Talk Live. We're out of time, but it's been Ian here with you. But you have to listen to Free Talk Live tomorrow. That's true. Yeah. Even though Damo won't be Even here. Though then. But you time. can get him at copblock.org. We'll see you tomorrow online in the meantime. Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Derek J. I don't want a politician to represent me. To me, government is the idea that one group of people can coerce everyone to comply with an edict or face increasing punishments up to and including death. Despite perhaps the most noble of intentions, the best government services are a far cry from what could be provided for by voluntary interactions. Besides, the people who call themselves the government wage wars and put peaceful people in jail for crimes involving no victims. If Starbucks used some of its money to drop bombs, I wouldn't shop there. So why would I support the American empire? The empire does not require my consent. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree, available now free in HD. See it now at victimlesscrimespree.com.